0: Okay, well, welcome to already, I can't believe it, session three of the Red Storm Rising campaign adventure titled The Darkest Dream, designed by Cube, Gui Cube, and it's presented by the Greater Mole Master Beholder Corps, of which some of our esteemed members are again playing tonight. We have Zane, and Mark, and Lee, the Mighty Trey...
1: Ay.
0: and I am Casey better known as the emissary of the great mother and as always we are so excited to proceed with the darkest dream and so I ask you aberrations shall we begin
2: we shall carry Ay- forth excuse well, me a has my back
1: All right,
0: the eyes have it my friends so let us begin
1: and if I'm not incorrect, we're starting this off with an initiative roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, we're going to
0: start this off by asking somebody, not Kenna. Uh, Kenna did a fabulous job the last time recounting our previous session. Thank As we ventured down into the depths of the old well, but uh, as we've passed through some of the darkness and the mysterious and the spookiness of the old well, who would like to recap? what happened in our last episode.
3: I'll go ahead and do it. All right,
0: Theros, give us a recap and maybe win a,
3: win a reward for your record. I will do what I can. So upon descending into the well, we proceeded forth and found a room of a strange purple haze. But as we looked around, we were attacked by these horribly sticky-throwing web spiders that were rather quite disgusting and smelled quite bad. Smell bad. They smell bad!
0: I was going to say purple hay. sounds psychedelic.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? We might still be on the trip. We might be imagining all of this.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we shall see, right? O- so upon
3: upon entering the room, uh, upon killing the spiders that we first encountered and then entering the room, falling down into a great pit, several of us, and killing another spider and coming out of that pit and trudging along down this well that is much more like a dungeon than it is a well, finding more spiders of this type and graxling them with ease. We proceeded on until we ran across a giant spider, which attempted to munch on poor Fliegen. And we were able to dispense of that monster, and we freed a gentleman by the name of Mr. Surznen, You can bring him up. Portrait 3. Sodama Surzan. And we, I think, equipped him with a dagger as an NPC to assist us. And as we proceeded forth and looking, we ran across where we are now, what appears to be the nest of said spiders that are so gooey and sticky like the Great Cube. And so, that is where we are currently waiting to start Session 3. Dun dun dun. Strange voices in the dark.
0: Strange feelings up ahead. The place is scary. We're all worried we're going to be dead. The gnome almost made it. But we shall see. Shall we die this night? oh may we <laughs> wow okay um yes theros wonderful recap um why don't you go ahead and roll on the GUI reward table for me please and grab yourself a reward Alright, you get advantage on an attack roll. You can use that at any point. Once you use yes. it, it's done, but congratulations. And everybody, make me a straight-up d20 roll, please. No, that's not initiative.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Could somebody roll for me? I'm kind of AFK right now.
0: Uh, I will take care of that, so I will roll as. Oh gosh, there's a lot of people in here. Um,
2: uh, Fliegen. Where is Fleegan? Hey, while you're AFK, grab me another brew, please.
4: <laughs> I'll just settle for my computer to actually boot up.
3: Okay. Understand that. Did mine not register?
0: Uh, I see something that registered and that was you because you had already previously rolled, so it just rolled again. So uh, Theros rolled a 4. Kenna an 11. Kimber an 18. Grohr an 8. And Fliegen a 17. Congratulations, Kimber, you get a gooey reward.
2: What? Roll
0: on the gooey reward table, please. Congratulations.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, Where's that again? Kenna Gooden.
0: Go to your um, uh, the collection tab, the tab to the left of the gear, and uh, you should see down in the bottom of that tab a table called GUI Rewards, and you click on Roll. Do you see that?
2: Sorry, I just turned into a jungle gym for a little monkey right next to me here.
0: Ah, yes. Welcome. Welcome, little goo. (laughs) My my monkeys are in bed, so...
2: On my character sheet?
0: No, go to your collections tab over on your left tool area next to... It's directly to the left of your settings tab. So over where the chat... Um, bubbles are you go to the right and you find your collection tab.
1: yeah top of the chat t- uh, the chat chart you're looking at the column on the left. you need to go to the right
5: To the gear symbol
1: up on the, the one oh, to the left of the gear symbol.
2: Oh yeah yeah gear I was thinking like gear like equipment for your character gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When yeah, I talk the...
0: about the control tabs I'm talking about the right control windows where you see your chat you have your chat tab or you have your journal tab or you have your compendium tab it's
1: called and not your- not on not on the settings the one to the left of the, the settings, settings finally the, got the it. three little light sideways there you go
0: okay wow you got a rare one you
2: got a fake. Whoa. what uh that's see it had to be timed just correctly that's why i was delaying i really knew all along what i was doing
1: yeah 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 that's that's it
0: so you can basically ask me to change something. You can alter the outcome and event. It's at my discretion, but make it make it good. Sell it. Sell it.
1: If it's anything like last figure. time, save it for the eliminating the effect of a fumble. <laughs> Well, it's no longer the yeah.
0: Equinox. Right on. It's no longer the Equinox, so I think uh, our roles are going to be interesting. So, uh,
1: We can um, hope. We yeah, live in not, interesting times.
0: Not what they were the last time. Alright, friends. Well, uh, let us begin now that we've gotten past the uh, um, GUI rewards. Um, and uh, We have a couple of GUI rewards for people to use, so enjoy those, friends. That's part of the GUI cube system, and I think they're a wonderful addition all right so mr yeah. alphonse
1: goo has joined us uh, on the dream uh,
0: welcome master wizard appreciate you joining us tonight absolutely so we will move on so you all have encountered the chamber of spider eggs full of webs and i once again will show you what you see as you approach the door So this is what you're seeing here, and we shall describe it. Beyond the entrance of this room is a room that is quite warm and humid. You feel the humidity coming from the room. Apparently made so by what looks to be a large metal tub of water that steams over a small coal fire in the northerly section of the room. Virtually the entire walls and ceiling are covered in sticky green web strands set on the floor of the room are many gray-green blob-like masses about three feet in height and a web-filled passage can be seen in the east wall. A horrid, that smell again, a horrid, deathly smell permeates the room. And it's a nauseating scent and it turns your stomachs. So, the nest, my friends, what do you do?
1: We need to destroy those eggs.
3: Who has a torch
1: does Kimber still have a torch
0: Kimber cast light on, cast
1: light yeah uh, oh, that's what
0: unfortunately saying. not the gnome's head um,
6: well,
0: <laughs> he's got more scruples than all of us so yeah
3: <laughs> he's got light on a rock that he's carrying around is there anything that we've encountered that we could use for Flame? Does anyone have anything we can start a fire with?
1: Explorers pack or an, an adventure? Dungeoners
3: pack. pack. Dungeoning yep. Pack.
1: Those all have torches.
3: Yeah, those should
5: have. But we just need so to find something to start a flame.
3: What I propose we do is the two of us that are heftiest get up front. Goror, get up here with me, and we will be ready for anything that crawls out. Everyone else, stand back and ready I to can throw. I move those. out of
1: the way. Yes.
5: But at the same time, somebody else should probably start trying to create some firebombs or something to throw into that room. We'll we'll
3: guard this this way, but especially with those fire... Once those firebombs start throwing, there's going to be a lot of action in that room, I think.
0: So describe to me how you're going to make a firebomb and what you're planning on doing with it. I need to understand
3: a firebomb. Do you have any alcohol, by chance, I'm, my friend?
0: Flask of water. I have to imagine I have at least some sort of brew with me. Yeah, Grore would have some sort of alcohol in him, considering his uh, parents are uh, the uh, distillers of the troop.
3: I think that would work quite well. Phlegm facility. as a
1: Melatov cocktail.
2: There we go. That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> I can't believe he didn't offer that up earlier. My nerves are mm-hmm. wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> it burns
0: going down.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not burns yet. going fling or going flying. A-
0: All right. So you guys are going to fashion a Molotov cocktail from a burning flask and a in a strip of cloth or something.
1: Yeah, if anyone has a, a an explorer's pack or an engineer's pack, it should come with flint and steel and a torch so we can yeah. We'll I
5: definitely that. have that, too, if nobody else does. Yeah, we've know. got
0: those. Oh. I think everyone has them. A... Okay, describe to me, maybe ping on the map, uh, where you're expecting to throw this and what you're uh, expecting to ignite.
3: What do you think? I should think we go, we go for the eggs? It. Or should we go for the... For, for the... Uh, like here.
0: I'll go like go one ahead. Sorry, I keep talking over you, Gore, go ahead.
5: It in here and cut off one whole side and hopefully catch that whole end on fire.
0: What are you hoping to catch on fire? fire. All those
5: webs. And, okay. and, and, and the, and the sac. Yeah.
3: What if we did the other side so that whatever comes down that hallway, if something comes down that hallway, we block it off?
1: That's not a bad option. I, I
5: probably would consider that except for I'd have to hook it around the corner. So from where I am, that's why I click the other side.
3: Well, maybe I, I could throw it from there, probably.
2: I have a question also. I have Sacred Flame, and it says it's radiant damage, but can that ignite alcohol?
0: That's more of a holy fire
2: than an actual yeah. physical fire, so I would say no. Okay. Yeah, I was head that way with it also.
1: If I had any more chromatic orbs, I'd just light it up, but <laughs> I'm out.
2: I'm light
0: you up, sweet cheeks. All right. Um, all right. I'm so gonna need keep to fire down. it up.
4: There's a fire <laughs> under the under the tub.
3: That is true. You gonna go in there and? uh... No, just throw
1: just throw the bottle at the edge of the tub. But if you miss, it'd be much better if we had it lit before we throw it.
5: Yeah, we definitely have to light it before we throw it. So we've got to put the fuse in from at least like somebody carrying some cloth then i'll spill a little bit on you know like the very end of it and shove the dry side down into it so we can light, light the fuse okay and then so. hurl it in there
0: all right uh sounds like what i thought you guys might do so you're going to give it to theros and theros is going to throw it to the right side of the room into the web. About there
1: or further
5: does it look like there's like a passageway on that side more
0: it does you know, from the, from the perspective, at least Theros would have said this, you wouldn't see this roar, but yep. it looks like there might be a passageway in that direction, yes. That's my only concern. There's a passageway over here.
5: Do we want to cut that off? But maybe that is the better yes. plan.
1: Yes, yes. Cut it off. I'm going to watch down the hallway that I'm standing off to the side in in case something comes at us from the other direction.
5: So, once it's lit, I'll give it to him on that side to throw down in there.
3: So where that square is is where I'm, I'm trying to land it. Okay. All right. Um, you all ready? And then get the shield ready, and I expect things to come out of here. Yep.
0: All right. So um, if you're all ready, then, Theros, I would like you to give me a slight of hand check, please, as you throw. All right. Nice. Uh, you reach back, and as if you're drilling a fastball right into the sweet spot, your Molotov tail goes flying off into the web, hits the ground, and explodes into a spray of burning alcoholic liquid. Unfortunately, surprising to you and anybody else who might be able to see, the liquid kind of flares and flames itself out and it doesn't seem to kindle on the webbing at all. In fact, as it hit the webbing, it seemed to clink and bang around as if the webbing was almost more of a crystalline uh, substance than an actual typical spider web substance that you would have expected.
1: That's not normal.
0: Um, so, uh, indicating to you that it's possible that the webbing itself cannot catch fire.
2: Well, that's a good waste
3: of my nerves.
1: guess we're going to have to do this the old-fashioned way.
3: Very well. Let's step in and start smashing things.
1: Bash them up.
3: Alright, Gar. Let's step in together.
1: I hate spiders.
3: Fleegan, get those daggers ready. Get those daggers ready, Fleegan.
0: All right. So from what I understand, you
3: guys are going to go ahead and step into the room and start trying to smash eggs? Yep, slowly looking for anything that's crawling on the... On the... uh, Looking for anything crawling on the, the web On the webs, yeah. Okay. Give me a
0: perception check, please, and go ahead and move your characters where they're supposed to go.
3: I'm going to step five feet in at a time, trying to keep lockstep with grower Okay. All
0: right. Groar, are you moving in at the same time? There we go.
5: I would almost say right. if we don't see anything, can we be in that first square to smash more?
0: Um, yeah, you can. Uh, you can go ahead and move up to the next square and uh, reach out to begin to uh, smash some eggs. Uh, the um, the webbing off to the east seems to move and click a little bit since you're trying to be perceptive of what's going on, but it's an odd sensation that it seems to click. Um, and it d- doesn't really seem to move in the way that you would expect webbing to move because, like I said, from your perspective now even close to it, it looks more like crystallized gooey green spider web substance that's very strange. Um, and it just makes a very strange noise as it, as it shakes and shimmers more than kind of moving as you move into the space and and, and um, step into kind of the cloud of humidic steam that's coming off of the uh, off of a tub ahead of you thinking that the wafting air might move the the uh, webs around. Um, but it just kind of clicks and moves around. Uh, very strange sensation. And as you reach out in both of you, uh, Theros, I'm assuming taking his his Graxel and roar, taking the butt of his battle axe and just starting sweeping through and start smashing eggs where this foul, nasty goo starts to come out of it. A, uh, an egg ahead of you, a fairly large egg, begins to crack and split. And immediately coming out of it um, are a number of baby sized. spider creatures similar to the ones that you fought down the hall previously and they descend upon you everybody roll initiative please make sure you select your token when you do
2: Quimbar is going to yell for Sodama say Sodama get up here with us you are in for the hall do not try to go back by yourself those spiders may be behind us
0: Right. that is quite the row, Flegan. That's a Flegan. There, there we go, folks. We wow. got a natural twenty right off the bat.
6: Natural <laughs>
3: twenty.
0: Where's the,
2: where's the a twenty? <laughs> uh, Quimbar forgot to click his token.
0: All right, what did Kimber get? He got a thirteen. All right, Grower, Kimber, uh, uh, what's your dexterity? I have a fourteen.
2: Probably I see 12. 12.
0: Okay. All right. There we go. There's an initiative of ours. So, Fleegan, these little baby nasty-looking spiders descend upon Theros, and they're uh, going to start swarming. What do you do?
1: About how big are they?
0: Uh, Maybe about the size of a big softball.
1: Look pretty small, yeah.
0: Grapefruit. Bigger than your average
1: spider. <laughs> Thank
4: goodness. <laughs> all right. Well, this small target practice. I will move forward and try to throw one.
0: Okay. Which one?
4: Say this one right here. You're
0: going to throw a knife at one or you're going to try and pick one up and throw it?
4: Actually, I'll throw a knife at this one in the back. Okay. Does right, he should throw
5: help. it at her knife.
4: <laughs> it's all about the knives. It's all about the
3: knives. And I can see a... Bear's eye on this one. Roll another natural. <laughs> All right. That's a pretty uh, good hit.
0: Uh, that's a pretty that's, that's good, a good hit. hit. Go ahead and roll damage for me, please. All right, your knife uh, sticks in it, and just this nasty green thud spew of uh, ooze comes out of it, and a thud as it dies. It popped.
4: <laughs> now I got to clean
1: the knife.
0: Anything else, legan
1: Oh that's it. There is nothing on us that doesn't need to be cleaned currently, Fliegen.
0: So not another knife? With your off hand? None. Alright. Uh, then it is Theros.
3: I will go ahead and smash this. We
4: really one. the webs and their toxins.
3: Okay. Theros, give me a swing.
0: Okay. Um you obliterate that one? You're not even sure if there's any legs left after you kill that one. Alright, Kenna.
1: Alright. Looks like I am going to uh target one with my short bow. As soon as I move over here where I can see them. Um actually you know what? Yeah, no, I'm going to shoot this one right here.
0: Okay. Right over the top of the shorties. <laughs> yep. Good choice. The big mound of Theros in the way might have made it a little more difficult.
1: Yeah, it would have been uh, probably cover for them. Mm. Ooh, yeah, missed anyway.
0: Yeah, you tried to get over the Ted of Fleegan, and uh, you got distracted by the masterful shot of Fleegan throwing a dagger, and uh, your bow <laughs> went wide drawer uh uh a arrow me. went right over your head that's where they all belong over my head mm-hmm. yeah that I... went over my head too go
5: <laughs> not not in my head hey we'll smash the spider just to the north of me um Bye. i have my shield out from before this too so my armor okay. class is 19. okay
0: I'm supposed to remind you of that, I think. Thank you. Alright. All right. Nicely done. You smashed one of them for how much damage?
1: I feel kind of inadequate.
0: Yeah, it's dead. Alright. Uh, one arm that time,
6: brother!
2: Yeah. <laughs> that battle axe is wicked. Alright, Kimber. So, Dama, I said, get up here. You're way too far back.
0: Uh, it's uh, I, my head. I, okay, I'll I'll move up a little. That uh, uh, I don't feel good. This that smell. Uh, he's really woozy. He took a big hit
2: in the head. I think. Uh. uh Quimbar is going to have to go back and kind of help pull him forward to keep him with the group, so that's what I'm going to do. I'll move back five feet, kind of grab him. I'm not going to be aggressive or anything, just kind of sort of lead him forward maybe another five feet. Okay. So, basically, back to where I'm at, but bring him up, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, got it. Alright, then. Uh, The four spiders that are left uh, descend upon... Theros and start crawling up on him so um, first one bites him 14 does not hit, second one bites him 7 does not hit, third one bites him he's sitting there flailing around with his his shield and the uh, one kind of gets through the shield and gets up and bites him and, uh, you need to make a constitution saving throw, please. You take one piercing damage and one poison damage, and you succeed, so you are not poisoned. And then the last one tries to bite you. And, um, does not. So, uh, you're able to kind of dance around and avoid most of them except for the one.
1: Theros dancing is my shtick. <laughs>
0: the, um and yeah um... oh I forgot to mention too that uh, as they descended upon Theros as they were breaking out of their uh, shell and they started to crawl up on him and try and bite him they started screeching letting out this unholy screech that you would not expect a spider to make it's kind of piercing to the ears and it makes your skin crawl Ligon you're up
4: uh oh double uh oh uh, I will throw more deckers. Mm-hmm. And I will pick this one right here. Okay. As soon as I find food <laughs> Okay.
0: Alright. That is a miss right there.
4: I will use my offhand then.
0: Try not to run out of daggers. All right, that one hits. For how much damage?
1: Sometimes he's better with his off hand.
0: Okay. Uh, that hit one of them, and it doesn't go down. And then the sneak attack takes it down with max damage, and it's dead. <laughs> but we didn't know he's not left-handed. <laughs> 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 If you don't have inspiration already, please have inspiration. Uh, um, have it for that Grore. That was perfect. All right, Theros, you're up.
3: I will attempt to smash these things uh, in a way that does not harm myself with they okay. Either taking the the axe, you know, the, the 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 axe side and trying to smash them if they're on me. Yeah. If not, then I'll try to. I'm just going to try to smash the things.
0: Understood. Go ahead knock one off and squish it uh and you actually do uh you scrape yourself a little bit for no damage but you do uh knock one off and smash it to the ground as you uh not only scrape yourself but kind of smash your toe a little bit so it smarts some but uh you smash it so it looks I like know toe. about toes. yeah <laughs> there's two left and they are crawling on theros so you need to be careful if you're going to be swinging at it kenna
1: Okay. Um. Actually, I am going to. I know that these things are not uh, very susceptible to necrotic, but the only thing I've got that I'm probably better with my sh- than my bow is the uh, chill touch. So I'm going to go ahead and cast chill touch on one of them. Okay. That's a hit.
0: Yeah. Um. That hits and uh, manages not to hit Theros at the same time. For how much damage? Oh yay! Uh, it screeches even louder as you but it looks like it affected
1: it good to know
0: all right Uh, Gror
5: avoid actually hitting Theros with my axe I'm going to smash one with my shield into him
3: out okay. of the blade.
5: Do it all the time,
0: just you know,
2: playing around.
3: We do, we do this all the time. Um,
0: I'm going to say you're proficient with smashing with your shield, so go ahead and just make a straight up attack roll, uh, as you would with your uh, with your battle axe. But um, um, probably be an unarmed. Well, you know what? It probably be an unarmed strike. Uh, go ahead and roll a d20 and tell me what your what's your strength modifier.
5: Uh, where's the actually? Just click, just
0: click on your strength, just click on, um, uh, an ath, uh, you know what? Click on your uh athletics, just give me an athletics check,
6: okay? We'll
0: do that
5: as soon as I find that, we'll be right there.
0: There it is. You have proficiency in athletics, yep. Okay, perfect. All right. Um, yeah, you try and hit... I use my Inspiration with advantage, you know. (laughs) Okay. Is that possible? Go ahead, yeah. Use your Inspiration, you can take that crit. Um, So what happens is you take that shield, and, um, you know, you're going to try and hit the one, and in fact what happens is you hit both of them right off. You scrape uh, both of them right off of him, and they go flying across the room. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, What die? Uh, D4. D4. Plus strength. D4 plus strength. And
5: I got a 17, so I think that's plus one, but I don't know if that's plus two. Yeah.
0: So D4 to roll it again. That'd be a
1: plus
0: three for 17. Yeah. Okay. So it'd be five. Okay, so six plus three is nine. Yes, you managed to throw both of them across the room into the wall. Actually, we'll say one of them goes plop into the water, steams it alive, (laughs) and it dies, and the other smashes against the wall, and you smash it dead. All right, you've taken care of all of them. Uh, Kember, was there anything you are going to do as you see them all die? It's your turn.
2: I will rush forward to make sure that all my brothers and my sister are doing okay and let them know that no throwing Fleek in because he's not doing well right now.
0: (laughs) Okay, move (laughs) yourself to where you're going to move. Hey,
2: man, brother!
0: Go ahead and move yourself to where you're going to be. All right, right there. All right. So as it comes around to their initiative, um, and they all die at this point, What happens is out of the chamber to the east, you hear the web start to kind of crack and crackle um, as something begins to make it, something gooey, something large this way comes. And you see this coming through the tunnel.
1: Oh, my.
2: Nice. It loaded up faster.
0: We're going to use the uh, we're going to use the same initiative here.
2: I need to repaint my spiders. That's nasty looking.
0: (laughs) And here it comes. All right. And Mama comes to the party and she takes a look at you all and gets up in Groar's face and just screeches with a deep burling, as green, gooey, webby ooze starts to drip from her maw and the multiple green eyes begin to appear in front of you, um, glowing um. with menace.
5: Can glory either faint, die, or scream back with his intimidation skill?
0: <laughs> he can on his he can on his initiative if he wants to. Fliegen, You see this horrific image. What are you gonna do?
4: Is it bigger than the other spider that tried to eat me?
0: It's much bigger than the other spider that tried to eat you, yes. And it's much uglier too
6: oh boy
0: it's a, it's I a mama bad. one of these things and it looks like it's gonna bite
4: hard yeah I've been bitten once already thank you uh I don't need it again uh I'm assuming I'm adjacent correct right?
0: uh you are I'm close lucky. enough well yeah close
4: enough or can I move to here by basically the... I will attack with both my daggers.
0: Okay. Stabby, stab.
1: Stabby, stabby. Stabby McStabberson.
4: See? And See? I'm Ouch. Ouch. Okay,
0: so you're going to use your inspiration to take the second roll? <laughs> yes, please. All right, your inspiration gives you the second roll, and you hit. Roll damage, please. Okay. Uh, Good work. Is ten piercing plus sneak attack. Nice. So you manage to stab her with your first dagger for fifteen points of piercing damage. Yay! And then your offhand uh, bounces off of uh, um, the strong uh hide that she apparently has on one of her eight legs. Theros.
1: Alright, I'll
3: step up. Time for Theros to shine. And see you about doing smashy. Boom. Alright. That's um, a natural twenty.
0: Nice.
2: Natural twenty
0: That is a natural 20. That's a crit. I want you to go ahead and roll on the critical attack table. All right. You strike with a debilitating force. You'll actually roll an additional set of damage die above the critical roll. So you are not only going to roll your normal damage crit, but you're going to roll another damage roll above that.
3: So my first one is 11, so I'll roll mm-hmm. another d12. Mhm.
6: <laughs>
3: so that's 23.
6: Bravo!
0: Um, so that 11 did that take into account the critical?
3: I I can't. No, calculate. that's just it's just the okay. it was a roll of a 7 plus 4 for strength. Okay.
0: So there is a 23 plus another roll. another d12 Plus another 8 so that is a 31. 31 so you take this beautiful axe of which we're going to talk about here in a, a short amount of time <laughs> you take this axe and you bury it right into the maw of which she was screeching at Groar, you're like I don't know you tell me what you said when you swung this thing because you meant business didn't say anything. Just roared. Um Thero steps up there and just lets out a bestial roar and just buries this uh, beautiful handmade axe into great axe into the maw of this ugly ugly, ugly beast. And Only uh, I get to yell at my you brother. See, you see just just swabs of gooey ooze just go flying across the room as you cut a big old gash across its face, and it reels back, just screeching and screaming as it's throwing its head back and forth, and that ooze is flying around. Uh, make an acrobatics check, please, Theros. You are on your game. You see that, and you are you're you're not even raging, like there's just something uh, inside of you that sees it going and you're just dancing out of the way as this goo is going everywhere. Alright. Um, and she is pissed. So what she is going to do is she is actually going to
1: um,
6: And I'm scared.
1: So she gets to go after Theros? Um, she's
0: going to take a legendary action act. Ah, got it. Yeah. So... Oof. um, She's gonna reel back up in you and she's gonna try and web you. She's gonna throw a necrotic web into your face with a crit. Ouch. (laughs) One deserves another, I suppose. (laughs) I thought the equinox was over. My god. Um... Alright, so she sprays you head to toe after you dance out of the way of the uh, of uh, the webbing. Um, she turns around, she sprays you head to toe with webbing. Uh, you are restrained at this point, which means you can't move. Uh, you can still attack, though. You take two necrotic damage. I need you to make a strength. Or no, you need to make a... Nope, she just sprayed you. Okay, yep, you take two necrotic damage. and you are restrained. Um,
2: That's very degraded, brother.
0: Yeah. Be glad that she didn't bite you with a legendary action instead. Alright, All right. Um, Kenna, you're up.
1: Okay. Using my dancing and acrobatics, fine. I'm going to leap up onto the tub on the edges and shoot her.
0: Give me an acrobatics check. Those sure. edges are kind of skinny yep. and wet from humidity. Yeah, you get up there fine. Okay. All right. And uh, yeah, uh, you do a uh, Lego move, uh, mm-hmm. dance over and jump up on the thing and very nimbly uh, straddle uh, both edges of it as you shoot a bow at her and hit her for how much damage? Six, Six piercing. piercing. And
4: three gives you a nice golf clap.
2: All right, Gore. Slight bow. Sexy Legos.
5: Uh, Gore's gonna charge up to it one step closer. If I can enter that other square, stomping on more okay. egg sacks.
0: Yeah, go ahead.
5: Okay. I'm gonna slam it as hard as I can with, you know, my axe. I guess okay. covering okay. myself with my shield.
6: Okay.
0: Take a swing. can
5: attack from your equipment list.
6: There it
0: is. All right. Uh, yeah, you uh, hit her good with your battle axe. For how much damage? Nice. Good. Right. Okay. Uh, she's looking pretty bad, Kimber. She's look. She's kind of swaying around. It looks like she ain't gonna last much
2: longer. Kimber charges forward almost blindly uh, to where her was. Swings at a leg, going.
6: Hey. Okay.
2: You
0: can take a swing with your mace there. Oh yes. Um. You guys are having none of this. These nasty (laughs) spider things are going down. So you take a big old swing and you just break it right across the side of her head and her glowing green eyes go dark as she flumps to the ground dead.
1: Wow,
2: I think my eyes were closed when I swung
1: too. Uh, (laughs) Well done.
0: So I find it quite interesting that the, uh, there's a little bit of an aside, that the, uh, You know the 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 standard uh, children of this uh, mama here Uh, did pretty good work to you guys, and then you just massacre, massacre mama. (laughs) Um, Part of that is in in uh, homage to the fact that uh, Theros was showing his metal and just absolutely destroyed her. Yeah. Um, So, all right, well done. Well, uh, she goes to the ground dead. um, And I ask you guys at this point, what do you want to do?
1: Uh, I would like to tip over the, uh, the water basin. What is it made of?
0: Uh, it's made of iron. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't
5: know if we want to tip dented. it over because we don't even know what it's it is. It's basically nothing more
0: than a large dented iron
2: bathtub. Yeah, can we can we stop them, or at least gonna step out of the area? Cause I don't know when they're gonna let me take a bath back at yeah. home. You know, I might let's, be dirty yeah, for a while. Let's
5: destroy all the egg sacks first, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So destroy and the then egg sacs,
3: then turn the water over. Yeah, oh, yeah let's I, just I, put I need the to get fire unstuck. out. Okay. I'll just
1: use okay. my water skin to put the fire out.
0: Okay. All right. So, uh, you guys are stomping on egg sacks, and you're able to mash the rest of them. They smell horrible. The gooey oo smells horrible, but no more spiders go breaking out of any of them. At this point,
1: um, we will um, definitely need a bath.
2: I say we stop at the stream or something on um,
0: the way back? I need everybody. Who who's all smashing? Everybody or all smashing?
4: Yeah. Not in, but He's too small to smash. Okay, he's standing right. back there.
0: Well, be on Be honest then. Who, who all? Whoever is smashing. Me, a, uh, needs to make a acrobatic saving throw, please. Or a dexterity saving throw. Not an acrobatics, I'm sorry, just a dexterity saving Okay.
5: we get advantage if we have acrobatics?
0: No.
2: I'm actually going to be. Three-year-old. I'm going to collect our woozy companion back here, so I'll be moving away, actually. I
5: told you I needed advantage. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, uh, so as you're smashing eggs, uh, some of the gooey ooze that the eggs were actually sitting in um, and coming out of them kind of gets into your shoe and onto your shoe and it starts to burn. And uh, so Kenna and Groar, you both take three points of uh, acid damage. Not
5: poison, but acid.
0: Ouch. Yeah, acid, yep. Yep, I have no protection versus that.
1: Owie, owie.
2: Okay.
0: All right, and then after you guys have smashed, I jump in the tub. <laughs> um, do you jump in the tub?
1: Oh, <laughs> absolutely not.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, you're gonna knock the tub over. You're, you're gonna you coals, right?
1: Let's, yeah, I'm let's, just gonna I'm just let's... gonna use my water skin and 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 douse the coals so that okay. it's not...
0: so you let's get everyone your... out
3: of the room first.
0: Okay. Everybody wants to get out of the room, get yourself out.
3: I'll move quite a bit farther down.
1: Yeah, thanks, guys.
3: <laughs> do you want me to do it? I will do it.
2: I'm just worried about Sadama. He's kind of back I there. I just
5: had a thing, too. Did we get Theros out of the webbing?
3: I got myself out, yeah. I'll, I mean, do you want me to roll yeah. for it, Casey? No. I, uh, I just
5: didn't I know, know if we on. had to. I suddenly was like... Yeah, hey. we,
3: we can we can
1: help him with it. As long as we're not in combat, we can help him.
2: Yeah. You help him break it out. You help him break out. Does anybody fun. have a nose? Can we smell what's in the barrel first? Cause I'm not like this is going.
1: Not tipping it over. I'm just dousing the flame.
0: Okay. So Groor you're
3: going to stay there.
5: Uh, I was going to help if need be,
1: but I'll move instead.
3: I think getting most of us out of, like, quite a ways out of the way is best.
1: I'm going to move to there, and then just, you know, douse the flames, and if necessary, flee.
3: All right, so you go
0: to uh, dump your water flask into the coals, and uh, douse the the coals, and um, it uh, hits it, and immediately the water just kind of evaporates into steam, and um, you... You are arcanic in nature anyway because of your ability to use magic. You immediately realize that this must be a magical coal-burning fire. Um, ah. so the water doesn't seem to affect it.
1: Water's not going to affect it, guys. It's still going. It's magic.
3: We can step, tip over the water basin, can't we?
1: Yeah, we could We could do that. Okay. I'll need some help with it. It's heavy. It's, it's heavy. heavy.
3: Well, Groar, do you want me to do it, or do you wish to do it? Uh, can I? I was, can can I have or myself? To do can, can one of us do it, the rest of us get out of the way? Is, is it light enough that one of us, either Groar or myself, can tip it over? No, uh, you won't know until you try. It looks Maybe like it's try pretty too. heavy because
0: it's, it's, it's a big iron tub full of water let just both
5: do it so that about
0: eight feet long and about.
3: Well, let's get three, to either either side. side let's get to either side and then tip it this way.
0: Looks like a big watering trough full of water, and those are heavy. Trust me, and
3: it's iron. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, your strengths, both of your strengths. What are they? Seventeen.
3: My strength is nineteen.
0: Okay. Both of you give me a. Uh, Strength uh, or an ac, uh, athletics. Give me an athletics check with advantage. Both of you. And yes, uh, it's uh, it's pretty darn heavy, but you guys are strong enough, and together the two of you beastly just push with all of your might and push your backs up against the wall and get that thing to where you push it over, and it just the water comes out and it's hot and steamy. And it makes the room just feel like a sauna that you've never been in, or not a sauna, steam room, like you've never been in before. It doesn't burn you by any means, but it goes across the floor and just kind of makes that sticky, ooey nastiness kind of slither and and pool up and go around the hall and stuff. And it just makes a big, fat, smelly, gooey mess.
1: Um, The coals that are under it, do they go out at that point or are they still burning?
0: They're still burning.
1: Is there any way, uh, using my knowledge of Arcana, that uh, I would be able to collect those safely?
0: Give me an Arcana check, please.
1: You bet.
0: Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, you look at them and you are not sure whether or not if you were to pick one up that you could potentially know how to do it without it burning you or do something Arcana-wise to be able to douse them. Um, Got it. Not knowledgeable enough about the magic he used to be able to. Do. So, at this point, friends, what would you like to do? You kind of have a big, smelly, gooey mess all over the floor, but nothing's attacking.
1: Well, we can Dude. go back down this hallway down here. I believe yeah. it opens up to the north, if I saw correctly, while I was standing over here.
5: I think we should check the room, though, too, before we leave, like, the the webbing and the ceiling and stuff, and see if we find anybody other bodies in it.
2: That's yeah. Me a check, can... I agree with both of you on that, right. so I'll help we'll out. Give, uh,
0: we'll give gro the perception check with advantage, just because he's the one who mentioned it. Yep. And, Got it. Uh, um, Thank goodness. Yeah, uh, even with the uh, advantage, uh, it doesn't look like you see anything that... Um,
5: would be of interest to you. It wasn't a fumble.
1: <laughs> well, well, shall we head back down the hallway?
0: Again? What about the passage
1: behind the, the Queen, too? There's a passage down this hallway that leads up into that room, I believe.
2: Do you think Father would want us to collect a trophy here? Perhaps poison from the Mother Queen herself?
3: I'll leave it to you to do so.
2: Uh, that's not what I meant. Do you think do you okay. like, not my kind of party?
1: <laughs> yeah. Alright. I'm not sure he would want anything that smells that bad.
2: Well, I guess we'll check the Mother Queen's hallway after this one.
3: Do you want us to go first? Grr, or do you want to go first, do you want me to go first?
5: and take both passageways or I'll come out of the room and back that's fine
3: yeah I
1: think we should stay together
3: we should stay together but do we want Kenna to go first
1: no last time she fell (laughs) down in a pit that's true I can't deny that
3: Gror you want to go first or I'll go first I'll move. We
5: can go two by two in here, I think, maybe, right?
3: Yeah, it's... Yeah, can we go down two by two? That'd be tight. If you want,
2: I could throw my stone down the hallway and see if anything responds to it.
5: Not a bad option. Sounds more fun, even, Kimber. I landed in the intersection.
0: So you're just going to throw a stone down there? You get it right here.
2: Yeah, I'll move, and then I'll throw a stone yeah and where my brothers say to hopefully it lands there
6: okay
0: all right was that a lit st- your your light stone or just a yeah, stone
2: my light stone i'm putting myself in stone. darkness to see what's ahead
0: all right give me just a second here um i need to find <laughs>
1: Did you, did you pre-prepare pre, pre a, uh, a light rock, Casey? I did not pre-prepare a light rock, but that's what
0: I need to have. Um, so I am going to drop a light rock here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, I need a light source. Give me just a second, guys. But I know how to do this, so I will do yep. it. Um, uh,
2: all right. Cool.
1: Did that throw a light right there?
2: Yep. It, except for it good. didn't really go north at all.
1: It, that's because there's a wall blocking it. We have to, we still can't see through the wall. Yep. Can't see through the right. wall.
0: So I'm going to see what you guys see here real quick. Yep. You can't see through the wall.
1: Let's move forward.
3: Casey, can we go down two by two? I, it's a little bit wider than five feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could squeeze down two by two. That's fine. All right, let's go down, marching together, Grar.
2: Where's our groggy companion in the back? Is he following, or do I have to go fetch him?
0: Um, he'll uh he'll follow along with you there.
5: All right. I think we should throw Flegan in. I mean, send Flegan in first.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, since the light, uh, since the light of your rock is down there, kind of lighten things up. You uh, you definitely see that the hallway to your east comes to an end, and uh, um, there seems to be a door down there on the end with something on the front of the door, but it's kind of hard to make out from this point. And then the room to the north of you is a a room full of webs. I'm going to go ahead and show it to you here. Um, This is what you see to the north of you. Um, The room itself is quite dark and entirely filled with a huge mass of sticky green webs. The webs are thick and hard, and as we discussed before, almost crystalline. And a tunnel in the webs leads deeper into the room, and that same (sighs) grotesque smell permeates the area, making your stomachs turn... What do you guys want
3: to do? Looks like there's something written down there. Yeah. Shall we step in? It looks like we already killed the mother.
1: I think we should. Go right ahead.
3: Yeah, I think we can step in. Okay. So as
0: you're going down and there's kind of this tunnel of webbing with all this webbing around you and it's that crystalline type of webbing and as you move down the tunnel, again the same odd feeling as you're moving down the tunnel, Gror, I don't think you can move to that side, Um, I think you would need to either be, um, and Kenna, I think you would need to either be in front of or behind Theros. Enough to go about two by two at this point into the room from that because the tunnel kind of moves in.
3: Could you um, draw the tunnel with the free draw? Sure. Um,
0: okay, kind of does that.
3: Okay, excellent.
0: Okay. Um, and, um, as you're moving into and through the tunnel, it kind of shakes and kind of makes the, there's these clicking sounds and shimmering sounds as you're moving into the tunnel.
3: I'm going to attempt to take and just gently with Graxel try to cut one of the strands. Okay, um
0: gently you try and cut a strand and it seems to be a lot more resilient than you would expect it to be if you're gently trying to cut it and it doesn't it, doesn't break
5: does it sound like more like gelatinous than liquidy kind of like like mom's no. jello
0: no it sounds uh it it's not jello-y it's um, kind of a hard clicking
3: kind of like card. two sticks like two yeah. sticks hitting yeah. together
0: yeah. That's a good, yeah. That's a good description.
3: But it's not gooey, and it doesn't try to stick to us, right? As we no, step it down not try to,
0: try to stick to you as you move down the hallway and uh, clicking. Uh, I would almost say even, yeah, two sticks getting either clicked together or even scratched together. You hear scratching too, as the and they move. You know, the webbing kind of moves as you move through it.
5: Yeah, we'll look at that's so not can... at all. Kind of gesture like we should move towards that intersection of the tunnels anything occur in those five feet no
0: no nothing happens other than just that same strange the webbing webbing is moving in weird yeah
3: okay keep pivoting around i assume the two tunnels match and we can see the body of the queen
0: yes you can see on down into the other room at that point. Farther down there, yep. Yep. Okay, um, so you guys get uh, towards the end there. Um, the The still uh,
5: dead, by the way.
0: The queen spider is still dead, yes. I'll, I'll um, tell everybody.
5: <laughs> well, but the it bitch is. still be dead!
2: <laughs> I'll pick up my stone and call for that uh, guy down the hallway to c- catch up catch up before you end up in the dark.
0: Yes. Yes, I, I, I need to stay with you. Uh, sorry, I just, I want to just go somewhere and sleep. I don't feel feel right. Um, so, uh, as you move the tough strands, it opens up at this point revealing a rather large chamber. So after the tunnel kind of opens up, it uh, shows the rest of the chamber. Um, and it's just fully encased in the yellowish-green webs, except for a small portion along the northern wall. Upon that portion of the wall is a protruding square of stone that is about eight feet high. A polygon-shaped device with a five-pointed star is set into the center of the stone. Um. And, uh, Uh, uh. At each point of the star is a circular depression. Hanging from pegs on the side of the stone are five circular devices. Each has an engraving on it. And on the floor, barely protruding above the webs, is a half-rounded dais that juts out from the base of the rune-covered stone facing. A large nest of webbing fur and cloth sits in the north, near the strange edifice that you see um and
5: see can you describe the 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 pentagram again is it
0: yeah point side up point
5: side down
3: it's in the picture and the uh what we got from the skulls tells us how to put everything together
0: so that's what you see upon the wall I was going to try and pull it up and I was having trouble finding it, but there it is. So as I was describing it, that's what you see. And actually the description is, uh, is in the notes there. So. And if you want. What do you want to do at this point?
1: Well, I've pulled. I pulled up the the thing in our journal with the uh, listing. It says five points set on a wall of stone. A secret there to learn. Listen well of what we speak. The answer to discern. The highest place is day's dark night. Her greatness over all.
3: Um, it tells us where so, to put the they uh, Yeah, along the right hand side.
1: Yep, we have to put them in the right order. Of course, and, it also says, but one one mistake may you now make. A second will bring horror's fall. Choose poorly, and your death shall be. Choose well to hear the Master's call.
5: I'm not sure what horror's fall is going to be, but obviously it's something bad. But
1: yeah. So we- I have a feeling that a pit will open up underneath and uh, we should probably tie a rope around whoever's putting the... Uh, yeah. putting so let the me devices. give you a little
0: more detail. Let me give you a little bit more about what you see. There are five circular depressions at each point of the star that have been carved into the face of the slab. Hanging from pegs on the right side of the stone are five circular brass tokens that appear the same size as the circular depressions. These are symbols engraved into the face of each... There are symbols engraved into each face of the tokens words are written on the top of the square device uh, which you just read and the tokens themselves uh what's carved into them are the shapes of one of them is an eclipse one of them is a skull one is a river one is a potion bottle and one is a whip
1: So highest place is day's dark night. I'm assuming that that is going to be the black moon on purple circle that we saw. So the eclipse.
2: What was it? We were told we, something yeah. about
3: left and right. And yeah,
1: after. yeah. I've got, I've got it here. Uh, but the symbols,
3: the symbols don't match what was above the skulls. We have to, you know, can you know, are there multiple symbols for these deities that we can match up? Well, they, they, they should match. What did they look no, like? No, they don't match because there's a whip. There's no whip in the other one. There's a skull, but there's no skull on the other one. The other one had two rivers, which uh, appears to be the middle one here. If you take a look, the wall of the skulls is different than what are the hanging here. So you have to translate those. Yep. Yep, yep. I mean, I, I think... The waves could be the river, which was the middle one. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps 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 they're hanging in same order as well. Cause the sun is the one with the moon. Skull for the undead eye. Mm-hmm. The rivers for the river. Yep. And it looks like uh, alcohol for the passion and then a whip for the undead. I don't know. Well, we get
1: one mistake.
3: Is there anyone that, uh, does anyone recognize these symbols? I
5: If they were in the proper order right now, in the skull room, the, the one on mm-hmm. the left would be the top which one do we think, think is the left or the right part of the star top
1: well it's the top, it's, is, the so top yeah. is the top but the, the right. moon
5: but which one do we think
1: um is either left or right top to, to, to the east is living death so undeath that's going to be the one on the on the on the right
5: okay so we think that's the eye so it'd be circling clockwise then
1: So it'd go like, moon, eye, rivers? Um, Well, no, it says each of them in the description has a different location. Um, Who, uh, below and left, um, the Sade's delight, her passion burns within. I'm assuming that's probably gonna be the whip.
3: So that's the bottom left. Yeah, that Uh, would be the bottom left. Are you sure? Are you sure?
1: Hold on, I'm getting some paper. If Does... you guys want to draw on the map,
0: you're welcome to. Good idea. That's a
5: good question. Well, it, said, it said the Sades or the Sades? You know, the like,
1: Sades. S-A-B-T, Sades. apostrophe S. The Sades delight. They're the same thing. Her, her passion, passion burns within.
5: Power, but... her, I think
1: her sister the to dead. the right of her. So there were two that were sisters. Two of okay. the gods were sisters.
5: Was that the fang one?
1: Or was the fang one the whip? She bruised the deadly sin. The,
3: I don't think the, that's one, the, one, the one for that we're passion. That was the lips and then the top on the one.
1: The, left. River. the top left is going to be the river.
5: Yeah, so it goes like top, then to the right, back to the left, and then...
1: What? Well, we don't have to put them in... Down
6: the Back
1: to the left again. Yeah, we don't have to put them in in order. We just have to put them in correctly, from what it says. So, moon top river to the left. I think it's whip on the bottom right. Then to the direct to the east. It says the. I've lost my place. Hold on to the east is living death so that's undead which one was which token was that
5: uh in the other yeah, room we thought it was the eye i think
1: yeah but what is what is the token symbol the highest here What places day is dark night her greatness over all
0: to the east is living
4: death i to think the, the token basically probably the skull and one is going to be the far left, the, like the skull,
5: the skull, or that dead. thing on top the west, that I don't the the really know. can. and then the other if one.
0: due is to the them, fang, their place, or this could be
1: your Which your I don't know what that one, what that symbol was. Um, the description doesn't tell us the the. Oh, there's the the other picture that I wasn't looking at. There we go. Yeah, that's why I went I think a whip and a potion bottle. Something said about a brew. Hold on. That's the fourth one down. That's like a bottle. Yeah, she drew. She brews a deadly sin. Uh-huh. Her sister to the right of her. Yeah, so that is the the potion bottle. It's like so whip that's on the, the left, bottle. bottom bottle to its right, and yep. then
3: up above
1: skull to the eight. upper right, river to the upper left, and moon
3: at the top. On the tie uh, map. rope around me. Okay, on the map I put one, two, three, four, five on circles, so you may okay. want to illustrate that, draw on the, the map, so that Casey can see what we're we're thinking.
1: Okay, hold on.
5: It also might not be a hole; it might be the ceiling falling. That's that's remember, true. Down underground, so I don't know that.
1: That's that's very true.
5: Stone here and see if there's anything that I can see looks like a trigger inside of those holes. Maybe too. I doubt that. Like I'm, you know, that skilled with it. But Casey, can I make a what is it? Stone cunning roll.
0: Um, you can. Yeah, you can go ahead and make a uh, a history check. What are you trying to discern?
5: Guess if there's any moving parts inside of it, and if. It seems like there's any clues that it'd be triggering the floor or triggering the ceiling. Something, you know, cracks, um, shapes. Yep.
0: Go ahead and and make a history check.
5: Speak that way.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, it doesn't look like to you that there's any the uh, ceiling coming down on you.
5: Uh. Does it look like the floor is gonna open? Or does it look like neither? <laughs> Looks like. So that's
1: is. that's the what I'm seeing. That's what I can discern from what it told, from what the skulls told us.
5: Where are we supposed to be looking at this? I don't know. Okay. Oh, I see how you wrote it. Okay.
0: Um, okay. Um. Okay. I follow what you're saying. So, you guys tell me what you want to do.
1: So tie a rope around my waist. I will put them in. If the floor opens up beneath me,
3: don't let me fall. Sounds like an excellent plan. Worked so well last time. <laughs> <laughs> well
1: last time there was purple fog on the ground and we found I fell in.
3: Right.
5: Covering the ceiling over there too, Casey? Like the webs are even up there?
0: Um yeah, they're all over the place, so that's fine. Hang on I just hope, a second.
1: Hope hold the rope. So is the dais up here? Oh, sorry. Um, like the
0: deus is right here. here. Oh, right
1: there.
0: there.
3: Okay, yeah. which is fine. right there. Got it.
0: Um, so you're gonna go. I'll go ahead and move your token. So you're gonna go about right there.
3: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's all get out of the room. The rest okay. of us.
1: Well, some of you need to hold the rope so I don't fall in the hole.
3: Well, it's a fifty foot rope. Right?
1: Ropes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right then.
0: All right, okay, Um, so Kenna goes up there. Um, Kenna, describe to me how you are feeling as you're taking these tokens and placing them
1: in the holes. Scared, um, curious. Okay,
3: so- We paid uh, a
1: gold for the information and it said that it was a treasure so I'm I'm excited and, and, and yet nervous
0: okay your hands are trembling mm-hmm. as you grab the tokens off of the ring mm. and you place the skull or I'm sorry you place the uh, you place the moon I'm sorry you place yeah and I'm going
1: to place them in the just in case I'm going to place them in the order the poem said so moon first then skull mm-hmm. then the whip mm-hmm. then the bottle then mm-hmm. the river
0: okay all right So um, your hands are trembling as you place the moon into place, and uh, you're expecting something to happen. Something magical or something strange to happen as you press the first one into place and nothing happens. And so getting a little bit more bold, nothing came out to bite you after you press Uh the first one in. Um, Floor didn't open underneath you, you grab the next one and you're feeling a little bit more bold. Um, but the, the hair on the back of your neck stands up as you grab the skull because the feel of that token feels somewhat nefarious being um, mm. the skull and you put it into place and again you're heartened at the fact that nothing happens as you put that one into place and then you place the next one, the, the whip. whip you said into place and and you put it in there and again nothing happens and so you're you're like well I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm three-fifths of the way there. You yep. Know, I, I don't yep. want to die. And uh, you uh, confidently place the uh, fourth one into place the bottle. the bottle. And uh, you kind of close your eyes for a second. This is it, and nothing happens yep. at that point, and then you take the fifth one, and your heart skips a beat. And you look in front of you, and you, and you hesitate for a second. And you look around at your companions, and what do your companions say when you look at them?
4: He gives are two thumbs up! <laughs>
0: Don't die. Right, you got this! All you right, got you, this! We got your back! You take the yeah. into them and you finger finger your thumb on the bottom and your middle finger on top and you just slide that fifth one the river right into place. And you hear a yeah. whoosh, Just a real strange whooshing sound. And as you place the last token into its circle. A shadowy form appears before you. The apparition's face is covered in a cowl. But it seems to regard your group even with the cowl over its face. And then you hear a dark voice.
1: I'm not the only one seeing it, right?
0: They're all seeing this.
1: Okay, just making sure. (laughs) Good
0: question. Then you hear a dark voice speak from beneath the black hood. Well done, Prentice. You have passed the first test. You may now take your key from initiation in beyond. Once you have crossed the portal, another trial awaits. This one more difficult than the one you have just completed. Continue. On your path, the glory of the necromancer shall be yours.
1: Um.
3: Okay. Uh, and the shadowy yeah.
0: figure dissipates into
2: nothingness at that point. I'm not sure we want the treasure that's could be found. Yeah. Here.
0: So what
4: do you guys do? Um, Why gonna... do necromancers need spiders?
5: This is not what they described in that note at all.
1: No, <laughs> and, and in fact, I'm I'm gonna see if there's any kind of secret door in front of me or anything that might.
0: Hey, give me a perception check, please.
1: You bet. Yeah, not bad, Eighteen.
0: Okay, um, you're, uh, you're looking around the wall for a secret door, and uh, you're right up close to where the nest was for uh, Queen Mommy there. And uh, as you're digging around looking for a door, you actually dig around and uh, um, move some of the webbing out of the way and actually notice uh, some shiny things up underneath the webbing in your nest. You do not find a secret door, uh, but you okay. did find um, some treasure within the nest.
1: Excellent. Guys, okay. there's 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 some loot up here.
0: Okay.
3: Gather it up. Let's go.
0: Yeah, there, there's actually two sacks of gold coins. That's what we were looking for. Hello. So you find 30 gold coins in one sack and 27 <laughs> gold coins in the other sack. That's a lot of money. Wow. That's a lot of money.
1: Yeah. Trey, mark that down. <laughs>
0: you also find... A very nice Serik iron wakasashi. And you Holy. find a small box made of white wood, inside of which is a silver necklace that has a jade pendant on it. And you find a leather pouch that has three lex, lectrum pieces, three lex, and 75 cops, copper pieces.
4: Wow.
5: What does the jade pendant look like?
0: Um, it is, uh, just a nice, uh, just a nice polished piece of jade, probably about, oh, well, maybe about a, about a coin size, small coin size, um, well-polished, pretty beautiful. Um, the value of the silver necklace and the jade pendant would be pretty significant, about nine golds would be the value of
1: it. So that the the Seric Ar- Iron uh, Wakazashi, that uh, looks like it's sword. basically a short sword, yeah. That's a, that's a short sword, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I don't want to be selfish. I've already got a, a Seric Iron short sword. If anybody would care to take this as... We could take it back and give it to the clan, too. That's true. Someone else in the, uh... in the, uh... Hanotaz in the Blue Veil may may want it.
0: What was that, Fleegan?
4: It's a little too big for me, I think.
0: You guys hear him okay?
4: oh no. yes.
5: the yeah. spider bites have killed his voice for me.
0: Mm, okay. He <laughs> says it may be a little too big, for, but... uh For him, yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, uh, we will definitely
1: take it back and decide what to do with it from there.
0: Okay. All right. What do you guys want to do now? Get the key. Okay. Uh, the interesting reference to the key, they were saying here's a key or a key, but what he said was is that to take the key that you've been given um, and use it to go through the door at the end of the hall. Right. Well, you have no idea what he means by key, because there was no key presented to you.
1: We may have to pick that lock.
5: <laughs> it also said, "Apprentice and was facing and only really speaking with Kenna." Right. The shadow. No, the
0: necromancer was. Uh, uh, seems to be. seemed to be referencing all of you. Okay.
5: Okay. Oh. Huh. Hmm guess we could go look at that door before we leave i don't know that we should go through the door i think we should go back and report what we've found so far
1: if we can open the door oh, i don't know i think it's
5: a lot wiser to describe what we've seen there's many with more wisdom than we have there that may come back with us or tell us what it means at least
1: yeah that's not a bad option
2: or we keep going and go through the door i agree cuz the has brought us much luck perhaps we should not push it
1: yeah so we need to get um we need to get this gentleman back so the healers can can look at him he doesn't seem to be doing well Oh, and the door looks all fancy and schmancy.
5: I would like somebody to help me with uh, the other body that we found and take the dwarf up to be buried. Not in this foul place of infestation.
2: I will help you.
4: And I don't think I'm going to pick that lock. There's nothing to pick.
3: Hmm. I agree. Our resources we, we are should, getting low. We need to rest.
1: We should go back and talk to talk to your father.
3: Yeah, definitely. I agree. I
5: don't think there's a choice at this point either way. Okay. All right. So I mean, you
0: unless you you guys are deciding <laughs> to uh, uh, go ahead and head your way back to the um, back to the carnival and report what you found to uh, to to the correct. Bravda. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to
5: go ahead and... probably split up the coins a little bit, too, so nobody has to carry it all in one place. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
5: Run.
0: Just a moment here, folks. I'll get you back where you need to be.
1: And as we head back, I'm going to tell you guys about the peg, the little pouch I found with the five pipes in it.
5: Five pipes? Yep. What was that? That was in session
1: one. Yeah, I found it uh, uh, back at the uh, Carnavale.
2: Sounds like our victory's smoke for after.
1: I think maybe tonight, but not before. Indeed! That's who we're missing. Smokes for all!
3: Do these look familiar
1: to anyone? I'll show them the pipes.
5: The five pipes have any similar symbols on them.
1: Well, they've got some kind of tobacco or or dried herb in them. I don't know what it is.
5: It not be haga. We're slayers. Yeah.
0: All right, friends. Uh, I have moved back to carnival, and uh, we need to we need to change the music. We're back at carnival. So about um...
5: see before we go on um, the other dwarf. I don't think we probably are carrying him
0: all the way back, right? Um, you help him back. The uh you're talking about uh,
1: No, he's a... talking about the body of the dwarf that we found. He oh, was the body to... of the dwarf? No, it's just a yeah. dead body. It was a... So I wanted
5: to take him out of this place and I think Kember said he was gonna help. I'm not sure who I thought that's oh, okay. So so guess, I, I just also help. wanted to all of his gear for any kind of insignias or like if he had a note or anything any place, you know inside of um, you know his belt or his pouch or anything give, give an or any check that I'm aware you know.
0: of give me an investigation check please
5: that was good right
1: <laughs> uh, not, not not, so good that's really low All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you look around and you're just trying
0: to find something familiar to you and there's nothing that, that really stands out to you as, uh, as ringing a bell on anything that uh, seems of importance
5: nothing that, that shows his name or like a symbol of like a family or clan or anything
0: like no, that no nothing at all actually
5: so we'll. I'll. I'll stay and bury him if you know everybody else wants to hurry back or maybe we can do it faster together. But I just think. Yeah, yeah.
1: We will help. We will help. We're not going to leave you here by yourself, not with drunken bear, fifteen foot bears wandering around.
0: All right. Or even uh, sober. So you guys are able to kind of pull him out, um, and um, did you say the desire was to just kind of. Carry him, carry the, the body back. It's pretty. It's, it was pretty desiccated, so it's not nearly as heavy as it would normally be. I mean, it got drained of its blood.
5: I think we should just bury it. I would imagine. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and say some, a prayer over it. All right. Yeah, you guys, as you as you get back up out of well, back up into daylight, um, and you find. Um, you kind of find some depressions in the ruins of the, the old uh, homestead that was there that was easy to pretty much lay the body in and, and uh, cover it over with some stones laying around and stuff. So it doesn't take you but just a, a, a moment to get him buried appropriately so you guys can get back to Carnival. Um, you've probably been gone for, you know, after the rest that you guys took and stuff, you've probably been gone for, oh, maybe maybe an hour and a half, Hours the most. It's only about a five minute walk from five to ten minute walk from where you're back, back to uh, Carnival. And um,
1: we need to talk to Borag in, in private, so not in the middle of the Carnival. Pull him aside.
0: So, um, what you guys uh, uh, will want to go to is right up near the entrance to Carnival. I have uh, Borag and all of you uh standing there with Borag. yep you see that point
1: yep okay
0: all right then sandalma's there with you um and uh he was the one who blessing for you guys to uh leave your posts as uh as security for carnival for um for the time being to go investigate the note uh that you had found and you come back and read him and He's uh, he's just coming from uh, what seemed to be an argument at one of the payout uh, locations uh, with uh, with a customer of Carnival, and uh, you see him as you're coming back into into Carnival uh, to catch his eye as um, he's a, a, a small man, much smaller than he is a, as a mountain of a uh, of, of an individual, uh, kind of. Kicking the dirt a little bit and fussing out him and seems what dejected and and um you catch his eye and he sees that and he kind of holds up a hand uh and in, in understanding that he'll be with you all in the moment just to hang out for a minute um but you see a, a smile appear on his face uh almost uh, and theros recognized this as a fatherly sense of a concern abated from the fact that you guys have returned um especially because you've been gone longer than he would have expected you to be gone and uh, uh, has a, a few more heated words with this individual and then the individual kind of throws his hand down and kicks a little stone in the dirt and kind of uh, stumps off uh, uh, upset. And then Bora comes over and he looks at you all and kind of shakes his head a bit after the encounter that he has. Oh! Renta Zaches. is, welcome. A sore
1: loser, uh, Bravda?
0: Uh he seemed to think that he could, mm, shall we say, swindle us. But uh, we know better. Do we not? Do we not?
3: We happy? are Carnival. We do. We're, we, are we are well the- known
0: for our ability. Yes. So I, I put him in his place. He was obviously not happy about this. But, um, you know, we are who we are. Uh, we do what we do. So, my Zatis, uh, my tell me, you've returned and oh, you have a companion with
3: you. Oh, <laughs> my uh, good man. What- Father, may we speak with you and Brian alone? Uh, Bran
0: is, uh, busy at the moment, but, uh, uh, what is it that you need? But I see here that, uh, you have an individual, uh, uh, what is, what, what is your name, good sir? And, um, Sundama, uh, uh Sundama Sirson, uh, these, these young folk here, they, they've, They've rescued me. I, I thought I was going to die. But I am I am in their debt. Uh, they could probably uh, explain better than me, as my head is a bit foggy at this moment. But um, I, I won't let them explain, but uh you, you have you have my sincerest thanks and gratitude for what has happened. He says Oh I
1: I think he oh, may I need a healer Morak. Right. That's why I oh. think
0: we need so Borag raises his hand, That's off, so into drink his hand. As well. off into the distance to the south and uh, he uh, he yells out, uh, or he whistles he lets out a, a whistle that you all are familiar with, um, that uh, is a summoning whistle to, uh, to uh, Anton when somebody is in need of assistance. And uh, you see a- Anton, who is the, the priest of the troop uh, come running okay. to uh, take care of uh, Son Dama at this point. And uh uh, as Anton comes up to take care of Mborak, tells him to, to uh, help this man out and he turns to you all and he says my my, Zatis, uh, interesting tide, tidings, uh, tale being told by this this man tell me, tell me my uh, young people, tell me, what, what do you know, what has happened, what did you find?
1: We found a nest of very nasty spider-like creatures that um Had burrowed into the well, Um, and then we found this man cocooned. We fought many of the spiders. We destroyed their eggs and their brood mother. Spiders? Spiders. Yeah. You. Rob, if if I
5: could add, it seems as though they were there to guard something. There were idols and so forth and, and a, a test that we passed. But these spiders were maintained. Someone had cared for them and helped to grow them. They were giant and they yes. seemed to be perhaps more strong than a giant spider and more poisonous than, you know, something without the, the aid of evil. We, we've seen many weird things, including the shadows, you know, come alive and speak to us. Perhaps we should go inside before we talk more.
0: Oh yes, um, um, yes, uh, yes, we shall. And he ushers you over, kind of uh, back over behind one of the one of the wagons um, to kind of have a speak with you in private. Uh, and uh, before that happens, uh, Anton uh, gives some healing to uh, to Sundama, and he uh, says, "My utmost debt and thanks." to you all of my friends he seems a lot more heartened and, and clear of mind but uh i have some business that i am late for to attend to and nevermore so i must be going but uh if you're ever in need of uh, my assistance and he hands you a little card that uh has his name on it um a little chip that has his name on it with information about who he is and uh, he is a somewhat a furniture salesman basically hmm. Um, and says, if, uh, if you're ever in Nevermore and, uh, uh, or even up in Darkenhaven, in the, the main city of Darkenhaven, and you're in need of assistance, be sure to seek me out because that's where he hails from. But uh, possibly if you're in Nevermore and he happens to be there, um, he might uh, be of, uh, of help as well. So, so keep that in mind, uh, my friends. I am in your debt, but uh, I, I must be off. I do not want to lose this, this sale. Uh, that I had brewing, uh, that I had an appointment earlier today that I
1: did not. No, no, please, hurry along your way and we will, if we ever need your assistance, we will be in time Okay,
0: alright, so um, he runs off uh, out of Carnival down the road towards Nevermore, and then uh, Borag takes you all over back uh, behind the uh, wagons and tents over here into kind of a shady area where you can speak privately, and um you guys, uh, and um, Anton goes with you as well. Um, what we're going to do at this point is I'm going to give you guys... What was the,
1: the other town he said? Nevermore and... Nevermore is the town
0: where you're near, but he comes from Darkenhaven, which is the primary city in these
3: parts. Um, it's just up the road from Nevermore. Yeah. yeah.
2: Of course, we um, don't know how long fun. he was in the ground. He may be... Quite late for his appointment.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: after discussing a little bit, he gets kind of a
2: somewhat dated.
0: Realized that uh, it was just the night before that it had been captured, and then you guys found him that next morning, midday, good, good. Ah. something like that. But he had had a meeting, you know, uh, that morning, so he was going to go try and make that meeting. Um, so, anyhow, what you guys are going to do at this point is you're going to uh, we're going to we're going to move on a little bit. So. Uh, you sure. tell Borag your story, you give him the information, he's quite impressed, he's
1: very proud.
0: I'm going to um, tell him everything,
1: including the door and the necromancer yeah.
0: bed. You, you, see, you see on his face that he's quite proud, um, and, uh, and he, he gives you accolades for uh, what you have done thus far. Um, uh, I'm going to ask you a couple questions of some things um, here in a second, but what, what you do have the opportunity mm-hmm. to do is take a short rest in a safe place so um in some circumstances as part of a house rule in the gooey cube system you can take a short rest and regain your spell slots and i'm also going to have anton heal everybody back to full
1: yeah yay okay oh, it's off. so you don't have
0: to you don't have to spend any hit dice everybody will go back up to full hit points you'll get all of your spell slots back
4: Okay. Um, but you don't retain retain nice. your uh, hit die.
0: You do not get your hit die back. No, and if you had a condition on you, that condition wouldn't be broken. No, you'd have to take that long rest yet. Okay. So, okay. So um, uh, you guys get uh, get a little bit of food and rest as you're having a discussion with Borag. Um, do you guys tell him about the uh, the loot that you find?
1: I think we should. I think yes. we would have discussed that. I think we should yep.
0: hand it all
5: to him right
3: now. Right. Well, hand good. him off the gold.
0: Okay. To
3: look at Ask the Ask him coins, if we may keep the, the scrolls. scrolls.
0: Okay. Um, he is uh, quite uh, pleased with uh, the money that you found. And uh, he is uh, quite thankful. Allows each of you to keep, Um a total of half of what it is that you've found so i think outside of this um outside of this particular session i will let you guys do the map on
6: uh-huh.
0: um how much each of you retain and then just go ahead and divvy it up equally but you would gain back half of as total of what you found and then each of you would gain that a fifth of that does that make sense nice yes okay okay um, as far as the items you- Welcome to keep them. If nobody wants that Seric Iron Wakasashi, then that could go to the troop itself.
1: I, I could dual wield.
2: Well, we had or, another short sword you could give.
1: Yeah, I've got one Seric short sword.
2: We had two regular short swords you could give if yeah. you want to keep mm-hmm. the Serics. I mean, yeah, I think I'm going to swap.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to swap them out. I'll take the Serix and uh, give them the t- two short swords for, all right, for okay. use in the for right, the troop. Good.
0: And he's he's more than more than willing to give you that opportunity, especially because of what's been done in the in the in the bounty that you brought back and in the information that you brought. What does he we...
2: think about the necromancer business?
0: Yeah. Um. Uh. That's where we'll kind of go back into role play a little bit, and you guys tell him. About Necrom business and his face kind of darkens a bit and he gets uh, kind of a strange uh, uh, almost foreboding look about him his countenance kind of changes and he's he's concerned and he says to we T- are well, my Zatis, what what do you think is an appropriate course of action at this point
2: Said Do we it, have
1: a way to bury that well so no one else can get that?
2: It seemed like some kind of initiation for a novice or apprentice to pass tests. And it said we passed the first test. And, uh, yeah, I agree. If we could ward off or keep away any future apprentices, that would be a good, good thing.
0: Kimber, you are quite astute, as I know that you are. You have always been, and you always will be. And yes, though I see the wisdom in your statement, I know that this is our last day a carnival here, and we just do not have the time, and we're leaving anyhow. I feel that it would not be in our interest, because of one, the people here, they do not trust us anyhow and they may just blame any bad omens or any bad tidings or things that happened to them upon us. And it may be best for us just to leave this place tomorrow as we were already and not bother, not bother to go down this road of evil anyhow. It's a it's a time of ill portance with it being the 12th of Dezaun. And mm. we don't know, but I would, I would caution against pursuing the matter much further. There is much yet to do in today's Carnival. And uh, as you've been gone, I've had to kind of deal with some of these other issues, just as you have seen recently. And I really could use your help around Carnival and sending you off on an errand as such just does not seem appropriate to our time as we have at this
1: moment. Of course, Bravda. Of course.
5: Our is, I agree and that is the counsel that we all shared and why we came back, Robda.
1: I'll go get started packing. <laughs> it's uh, not quite time yet. Fliegen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fliegen, my my young my young friend, yes. Uh, it as we will as we shall pack, we shall, but uh, for this moment there is much coin to be gained. And other provisions necessary to uh, to prepare ourselves on our way as we head to Pranandal uh, in the coming days. Uh, so I say uh, I would like you all to take the moment rest, rest up, heal up. Um, know that you have learned much this day, and I am quite proud. Uh, I must get back to the wrestling ring. I'm having a good day, uh, gaining much to our coffers and uh, I must return to that. But uh, I I ask you to go upon your rounds. In fact, I think that uh, the great Gladsby over in the gambling tents was in need of some assistance recently. In fact, I think he might be. So that may be a suggested place to get started, um, but uh, I must be going. Any other questions for me, my Zatis?
1: Um, we found this necklace. We don't know what it is. It may have Magical property. Um, Could my mother or someone look at it and let us know?
0: Uh, Yes, you might. Or you might consider uh, uh, Mother Salvenza at uh, some point today. Uh, She might be a good one to take a look at that and let you know. Your mother would be good too, but uh, she's quite busy. I can tell at this moment. So is the mother, but um, you know, she loves her children so and her grandchildren so. So... Um, I'm sure she would love to see that, or even tonight at the tent fire might be a most appropriate time to pull that out. Of course. Um, as we close up for the evening. So.
1: Um, of course, Pravda. Thank you. Uh,
0: I bid you all well. I must uh, be on my way, um, but I shall see you again soon. And so, uh, without any more than that, he kind of heads off over to the uh, to the wrestling fields, um, and. Uh, while you guys are resting up, you remember that there was some pretty epic moments with um, Theros and his most astounding (laughs) weapon. Yeah. I wanted to give him an opportunity to tell you the story of this astounding weapon. And while... Uh, time is not necessarily of the essence. I think it would be appropriate to let Theros
1: tell us a tale. Please, Theros. Gladly.
2: While well, I eat this uh, sausage bearer that they ate up. Ha! It's very good.
3: Well, come, ye fools. Pull up a chair and pop a squat grab a cup of cheer or a mug of merry for I shall tell ye a tale of the origins of Graxel the great axe, Soul, and the wagon wheel shield it was not long after the high rose blooms of the spring four years prior the troop had broken hard camp and performed several shows but the carnival season was still young the troop was making its often dangerous trip over one of the many mountain passes in Verdestia, in one of the worst torrential spring downpours in even Mother Silvestia's memory. This is when the mother's wagon suffered not only a broken axle, but a broken wheel and leaf springs. Her wagon was, like herself, a special oddity among the oddities. It was a lighter wagon than say, the beast or cargo wagons, and it was the only wagon to have suspension in the form of the steel leaf springs to accommodate the fragile seer cargo and, of course, the aged matron. Borag quickly called on his large and still-growing son to assist Darren and Calva repair the wagon, and this was one of the first times Theros had been tested. Not just tested in strongman competitions or feats of strengths, no. Theros was called on by his father to truly exert his strength and courage to crawl under the wagon to lift it with all four limbs, for the wagon's back end had slipped into the mud. Unfortunately, the standard jacks could not gain teeth anywhere to lift the mired wagon. He was the only one strong enough for his size, and although he large, he was still shorter and more compact than his father Theros had used every fiber of his physical strength to lift the wagon just enough for the others to gain leverage to use the jacks. Unknowingly to his father, Theros' face emerged on the stream of water running down the middle of the road. As he laid on his back, lifting the wagon, Theros choked on the mud and muck, filling his nose, mouth, and lungs, and yet he lifted the wagon as ordered by his father they saved the wagon, the trip, but most of all, the next carnival. After Jackson lifted the wagon to a safe working height, the young brute slid from under the wagon. He was met with gags spinning out the earthly gunk and his father's broad smile and prideful eyes. He considers that day to be his defining moment between boyhood and manhood. When the work was complete, Borag, with annoying smirk, dropped into his son's hands the broken axle. We hanatas have little and must make use of everything we have. Make something of this. Theris took to his father's challenge, and he even grabbed the broken leaf springs and wheel. Already a plan for the broken parts had formed in his mind. And for the next three months, he worked and learned from the steels on how to bend the steel of the leaf strings into two curved semicircles. They showed him how to place an edge on the hardened steel that would split ironwood with ease. Next, he embedded the blades into the broken axle, secured them with two pins into each side of the base of the head of the new axe, and three pins to the axe's crown fastened the two blades into one. Cray the blade taught Theros how to use the leather to bind and balance the new axe after he willed one end down to make it manageable to hold in the hand. Although not pretty, Draxel was surprisingly durable and agile, and repairs were always easy as they were standard wagon parts. With the leftover wagon or leftover leather from cray, Theros tied straps onto the broken wheel and made a makeshift shield. And although it was large and had large and wide holes between the spokes, the wheel defended well against slashing and bashing. Despite the equipment looking primitive and odd, Theros takes great pride in their representation of him rising to not one but two challenges from his father that fateful day. And that, my friends, is the tale of Graxel. Nice. Well done, well oh, done. Very
1: okay. nice.
0: I thought you all would enjoy that, uh, as friend uh, put that uh, story together for how he created his uh, his wonderful weapon, and it has already shown its uh, its. Uh, Wonderful um, abilities.
1: Too. Yeah, it's an amazing ability to hack things to bits.
0: Yeah, so more uh, legs, more damage. So it, uh, yeah, it does a lot for us. So Here, Theros, um, with take that, some
2: bear sausage. You need your strength back.
0: <laughs> it's a pretty mm, good recipe. You threw in there. <laughs> I like that recipe. All right, Theros, um, I would like you to go ahead and roll for table. That excellent work. And earned you a reward, so go ahead and give us a roll. Well,
3: thank you. Awesome. Looks like I've got two of those now. Yes.
0: Yep. You got two of those. So. Wow.
3: Exact same thing. thing. <laughs> all right.
0: So, uh, all right, my friends. Uh, from here, it's time for you guys to start making your rounds in mm. um, Carnival and uh, Borag. Uh, said maybe you want to head on over towards the gambling tents and uh, see what kind of help uh, uh, the great Gatsby needed uh, at this yes. point. So if you guys want to head over towards the gambling tents. Uh,
3: you did you want to share the uh, the handout of Graxel? I did. Oh, I didn't see that go out there. Did I not?
0: Did you show it uh, there? Did you Did you guys click on it when I shared it?
1: Haven't seen a share of it.
0: I just put it in again. Did it pop up then?
1: Nope.
0: Okay, hang on a second. I am sorry, you know what I did. Um alright, now I'm gonna show it to everybody. Now does everybody see it?
2: I Yes yes.
0: Okay. Um that's something that I did not know that it would do, so I just learned something in roll twenty. Alright, well, my hope was to be able to show that to everybody while he was reading that but uh, apparently it didn't work the way i thought it did so now you can see it so there it is that is the grass hole and the wagon wheel all right nice so,
1: very nice
0: so everybody's gonna head over here towards the gambling tents um and as you guys get about halfway crowds obviously uh, carnival is a lot more busy and there's a lot more exciting things going on uh, than when you guys left. A lot more of the townsfolk are in place. The horror of the bear attack is kind of passed on by. Um, the gambling tents are getting pretty busy. The wrestling fields, the archery places, uh, the different, uh, the great tent is going on. Uh, things are going on there and such. And uh, as you're working your way through the crowd towards gambling tents, um, an interesting uh, occurrence happens. Uh, suddenly from out of the crowd, A tough looking Moiroon woman with a sailor captain's hat, eye patch, tattoos, and scars approaches your group. She wears two cutlasses on her hip. And um, she says to, uh, um, to Kember, she actually comes up to Kember and hands him something. And she says, hold this matey. She says gruffly as she shoves an awkward, loosely wrapped bundle into your hands. She looks around warily to see if anybody is watching. And then she whispers in here and she says, I'll be back later. Don't lose it. And there's coin in it for you. If I get it back, same as it is. And then she immediately turns around and uh, disappears into the crowd.
2: Kimber stands in awe and thinks how nice her anchor straps were. I mean, uh, her, uh, anchor tattoo was.
1: Eyes <laughs> are
0: up here, son. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, she takes off, uh, after you, uh, hand the thing and they're quite, uh, impressed with her, shall we say assets. Um, um, what do you do with this?
2: Yelled after standing there for a while I will turn to Kenna and say did you see that did I did you
1: yeah. oh, okay yeah. um, yes that was very strange
2: did I make a good impression
1: um apparently there's something trustworthy about you that she saw but, um, what is, what is it that she handed you?
2: Ah, Kismia has come my way again. I just stood here and this beautiful woman came up to me, very exotic, but beautiful. She had a nice anchor tattoo and she handed me something and said she would be back. And if I still had it, that she would pay me. Oh, and you lucky I'm... dog! <laughs>
0: what is it and he got excited his anchor
2: (laughs) Uh, I don't know what do do I have (laughs) I showed it to Kenna and all my uh, brothers
1: okay um,
0: what does the
2: package
1: look like
0: you, you unwrap the bundle then right
2: well I will look at the bundle in astonishment until someone tells me different
3: we should probably open it Kimber Kimber snap out of it it's just kind of a
0: it's kind of a bundle uh, wrapped up and tied uh, together it's a bumble, uh, bu- bundle of uh, burlap um, wrapped up and tied together and, and listen uh, to obviously it obviously so there's, there's something heavy inside
2: hopefully it doesn't cry like a baby uh, I will open it <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: alright well you open it up and you find inside sever- several exquisitely made gold plated tools ah! Uh, They include a sextant, a pocket watch, a compass, and a hand telescope. Um, You had to have a sextant
3: in there, didn't you? I was about to say it's a beautiful (laughs) sextant. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, and we have no
0: bards with us.
1: Boys, boys.
0: Yes. Um, So, the items look like they might be quite valuable considered they're plated in gold.
1: There was four?
0: Yeah, there was a... uh, um, a sextant, a pocket watch, a compass, and a handheld
1: telescope. Well, I would uh, bundle those back up and hold on to them.
2: I if do they so. belong
1: to someone other than her, we can take care of that. But the, um, the
2: value of the items caused me to look around to see if anybody is eyeing us as we're looking at the items.
6: Um,
0: go ahead, give me a perception check, please.
5: There's still any sign of her? Can we
0: see her walking away? Um, go ahead and give me a perception check then.
1: These items do appear to be something that a sailor, which she looked like, would be in possession of. They just seem to be Um, rather valuable.
0: Uh, Kimber, uh, you kind of look around to see if anybody may have noticed or even if they did notice if they're interested in um, what it, what transpired and what's going on. And uh, it doesn't seem as anybody really pays it any attention if they did notice. There may have been some people who saw the handoff and saw what you were doing, but um, if anybody is paying attention to it, you've noticed or recognized that. Can uh, I say a- that
2: I noticed someone? Because I do notice somebody on the map. We have uh, we have a very small individual that may be watching us.
0: Um. Yeah, he's over. He's kind of over behind one of the pens, Um. Watching you. Yes. Um, I thought medley. so.
2: I thought so. Yeah. Um.
0: And uh. uh but uh. Are he, there any? Go ahead. Yeah, he's off there, and uh, he sees you look his direction. Um, so, uh, I was going to respond to Groor. Uh, he was looking to see if he could see, um, the Moirun, uh, sailor, uh, again. And, uh, she's kind of short enough to where she disappeared and he doesn't seem to, to spy her out at this point. She
3: disappeared off into the crowd somewhere. Hmm. Are there any other sailors, anyone in sail, like, like sailor uniforms or outfits?
0: Um. Not in the near vicinity. No. Not anybody that you see within the people around, around you. We
5: miss any kind of pirate ships parked outside on the road or? (laughs) 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 No.
0: Though you are relatively near the coast, um, where you're at in the field right here isn't nearby. So no.
1: Large wheels. Giant wagon wheels on the on a on a boat so is it
0: at all normal for somebody to be blue? Uh, Moirun maroon or blue they're, kind that of, they're, is their they're race yeah. they're water folk um, they're often sailors um, but they're a race of people from the water um, they would be a, a, an analogous to merfolk in lore in our, in our lore
1: but without um, the tails
0: but without the tails yes and they're sh- somewhat short in stature um, but uh, they're. Uh, yeah, they're an interesting race, and they're blue. Yep. Yeah.
1: So, all right, so... Uh, that I guess we can continue on to the gambling tents.
0: Head on to the gambling tents. All right, so...
2: I will tuck it in my tunic and then tighten up my tunic and belt to make sure it doesn't slide out or... I lose it in any way and i'll even wrap my arms kind of around my waist holding onto the clothes so that i don't lose any of the items or i can't wait till she returns
1: i'm gonna actually follow kimber just to keep an eye on him um slightly from a distance to make sure nobody tries to lift it off of him
6: okay
1: all right sounds good
0: okay so you don't. guys are hitting, uh, over to the gambling tents there um and uh uh, Borag had mentioned that maybe it would be good for you to head over to the great Cladsby's tent um, I'm going to go ahead and show him to you real quick because you're very familiar with him um, you've seen him before and, uh, and worked with him from, from a young age obviously and uh, he's a man uh, who's very uh, very gifted in uh, running the gambling organization that uh, the, uh, the Blue Bale Troop uh, uses to shall we say profit from those who might uh, put their money down uh, in these places Um, and um, uh, you go over his tent and there seems to be a gathering of people around the outside of his tent uh, observing what looks to be some fairly large uh, individuals getting into a bit of a scrap Um, and um, they are uh, tall lean men with orange skin and purplish hair. And um, they seem to be trying to throw each other to the ground, kind of grumbling and yelling at each other. Following behind them is the small but ever dapper figure, of the great Cladsby. And he looks over at you as these guys kind of come up into the area, and he kind of gives a sigh and motions you over. you guys go over to him as these others start to kind of... They're, they're, yeah. they're fighting go, about something.
3: I'll go over and grab them both by the cuffs of their shirts. Do they look like Sarth?
0: Uh, they do, yes.
3: They are actually two
0: Sarth individuals. Hmm. Um, um, so, Theros, you're going to go over and try and separate them? Yep. I will back him up. Okay. Alright. Um... So go ahead and move yourself into position over there. So Theros, you're going to try and grab each one of them? Yeah, their shirts to pull them apart. Grab each one of them and try and pull their shirts apart. Okay. That's interesting. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and pull up rules for grappling. There we go. Okay. Copy here. Post this here. All right. All right. So when it comes to grappling, um, if you want to grapple somebody, they must be no more than one size larger than you. And these are men, so not more than one size larger than you. And using at least one free hand, you try and seize the target by making a grappling check. So you're going to have to do one for each one of them. So what Very you much. need to do is I need you to make a athletics check versus a choice of theirs. Um, and we will see if you grapple the first one. So you make an athletics check versus his strength. And uh, you go to grab him and in the scuffle that they're doing he bounces against your arm and knocks it out of the way. So go ahead and try and grapple the other one. All right. You go and try and <laughs> grapple him. And flips around uh, and just uh, tumbles out of the way as you try and grab him as well. Um, Kenna, you said you were trying to back him up. Yeah. Um, what did you do when this happened?
1: I'm like, "Gentlemen, what is going on here?"
0: Um, they ignore you.
1: Oh, no they don't. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to, I'll slap both of them. And
0: they're kind of grunting. They're not talking to each other. They're just kind of grunting and grabbing and punching and kicking and and they're just they're just in a big scrap and everything. And and the great Cladsby sees and he yells over to Theros and he's like, "Ah." ah. Could you please try and get the, scr- the these uh, s- scrap off of each other? Um, they
6: <clears throat>
0: they're both cheats and liars anyway. We need to we need to get them taken care of. I'll
3: take care of them. Let's go, guys. See if we can pull them apart. Okay.
0: So who wants to go for? Or is everybody going to kind of jump into the fray? Who wants to go first?
1: Well, the one that uh, the 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 one that rolled out of the way. I'm just gonna sm- I'm just gonna step between him and the other guy and be like, "Dump now."
0: Okay. Um. Uh. One of them's gonna take a swing at you. <laughs> uh, he's gonna connect with your jaw. Um. For uh, five bludgeoning damage.
1: Why am I not seeing any of this come up on the...
0: Um, did it not... No, I'm not it seeing it. rolled
3: nothing's Nothing of rolled up.
0: Oh, that was the wrong thing. Let me try again. Okay, never mind. Uh, he's going to connect with your jaw.
3: Okay. <laughs> for, for five, five, five. Damage.
1: Just, like, <laughs> just like you said.
4: <laughs> we didn't doubt you at all. We don't uh, ever doubt the GM. So, so I see ever. stars...
0: Uh, as a big fist um, knocks uh, your teeth a little sideways and a uh, blow to your head and you kind yeah. of stagger around a little bit. So that was Kenna. Uh, who else wants to take a...
4: Oh, Fleegan. Fleegan wants to get into this.
6: Okay,
0: what He's going to run do? in.
4: He's going to run into this guy. Grab one of his legs like a five-year-old toddler. Wrap himself around it and try to um impede his movement
0: okay uh acrobatics or athletics give me a roll
4: as i find freedom
0: Um... all right uh you go in there and you try and wrap his legs just as Getting your arms and hands uh, wrapped up between his legs to get him down to the ground, he kicks expertly and just kind of knocks you out of the way. And you thought Damn. you had him for a second, and you just didn't quite make it.
3: All right, who else? All right, the one that punched Kenna. Huh? Okay, that one. He's gonna get there. tackled. Theros, kill this man.
2: No, right. I want to oh. give. I want to give guidance to Theros. Uh, is that okay? Since I haven't done anything yes. yet.
0: Yep, so go ahead and roll your uh, uh, a- athletics or acrobatics, whichever one you want to use, and add a d4 to that.
2: We're talking about Theros, right? Okay, there
0: it is. Mm-hmm. Yep, so 14. <laughs> so you Jimmy jump Christmas. on him and try and tackle him, and he you... takes his big burly arms, and he just breaks the hold and breaks your uh, your hold on him at the last second all
3: right. i can take down eight legs but two is just too few all right uh
0: Do you gror want to train I, I, I
5: snuck up on that burly gambler okay because i was over by the purple tent
0: okay give me a stealth check Okay. All right. You sneak up on him, so you can do uh, whatever you want to with advantage.
5: Using the fine dwarven art of grappling, I'm going to jump on his
1: back
3: and (laughs) apply a chokehold.
1: (laughs) I can see no way in which this could possibly go horribly wrong.
0: (laughs) Give me a uh, either an athletic, with advantage.
1: With advantage.
0: Alright, uh, you jump up on his back, and uh, you not only give him a chokehold, but you put him into a sleeper, and you take him down to the ground and knock him out. So he is out cold. So one of them is out cold. Um, I don't know if that's the right token, but we'll just go with that uh, tag. And um, alright, who hasn't gone yet? Kimber.
2: I am uh, protecting the precious uh, gear that I have and kind of standing back watching oh, my yeah, brothers. And you, cat, you cast a guidance on the one. Yeah, okay. I, so okay. I have done something.
0: Okay. Alright. Uh, um, you took a shot to the jaw. What do you want to do?
1: Um, I want to plant uh, a rather athletic foot squarely in his um, man bits. Nether regions? Sextant, yeah, squarely in the sextant. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you made me laugh if you don't have an inspiration. Take one.
1: Oh, um, uh, I'll, I'll take it, and I'm going to use it. So, okay. I'm, I'm doing this with advantage. Okay, um, so is Let's that
0: see what your man bits do athletics or acrobatics? Your choice
1: 25 critical hit. <laughs> <laughs> punch me will you <laughs>
0: have you ever played balls of steel I have not <laughs> Okay. Um, there was this game the crazy stupid things we do in college we would stand <laughs> across from each other about 10 foot away and we would take a tennis ball and we would bounce a tennis ball <laughs> off the ground in an attempt, <laughs> <laughs> and when you oh, hit, hit the tennis ball, you go down a yeah,
1: I can imagine. I've played, ten- I played tennis in high school, so yes. yeah, I've been accidentally clipped there. So, yes. so uh,
0: I I can relate to what just happened individually. Yes, he went down. <laughs> Boom! Just sit
1: on him. Now, now get uh, these people down. out of my carnival! He's He's
0: got his big mitts, and he's cradling him across his um, family jewels, and he is in some <laughs> serious pain. In fact, he's uh, vomiting whatever he ate this morning on the ground, to tell you the truth. Um, and, uh, yep, so the so the great Clasby comes over, and he's like, Oh, mm, Zatis, you know, you know. You hear a little squeaky voice from over beside the tent. And your little friend Smedley's like,
6: Oh, hell yeah! That's what I'm talking about! That's what we do! Yeah, look at that!
2: Oh, oh, what
0: a shot! Good job! Oh, oh, my heroes! You are awesome. And Cladsby comes over and he says, Oh, thanks, man. Those guys, they were giving me trouble all afternoon. Ooh. Here's a little something for you, trouble sons. And he gives each of
2: you a leck. Sweet. I expected maybe Sills, but lek.
6: (laughs) Yep. So he
0: hands a leck. Leah.
4: I I assume we're gonna drag these guys out of the carnival?
0: Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, you guys kinda collect them up and you drag them over and, uh, kinda present them to the guards there near the entrance and, uh, they collect them and, uh, ushering them off to, uh,
4: before oh, before we go. get too far into there, I want to check to see if they have any um, stuff that can easily disappear, like money pouches. Uh,
2: <laughs> give me a slide of hand check, please. <laughs> also, advantage. also, I want to check the guards to make sure they've got food and drink if they need it.
1: Yep, yep. Yeah.
0: Alright, um, you're looking for that. Let
2: me see real quick. They might.
6: Wow. Um, <sighs>
0: Uh, You find uh, that uh, one of them has a pouch that has uh, some beef jerky in it and another one has a rabbit's foot and a uh, small pocket knife um, but no coins.
4: I'll take the pocket knife. Okay. And the beef jerky because I like beef jerky.
0: Okay. Alright. Those guys, I'm gonna put them away here
1: only All thing right. that would have been more impressive oh, yeah. is if they were Grindish.
0: So, uh, your little friend Smedley is over here. Like, like, oh yeah, yeah, You're yeah. so cool, and, um, I kind of saw that you got some shinies. Can, can, can I see the shinies? I think they're pretty cool. Can you see the shinies? And he walks over to Kimber and he's like, he's like what is it, man? I want to see it. I want to see it.
1: Smedley, you're not supposed to be near the gambling tents. Oh,
0: you sound like my mom. I mean, really? On, I'm not that on, old. Show, show me, show me, show me the Shinies. I want to see the Shinies. That was cool. And that Maroon, oh, she was hot, wasn't she? I mean, hey, I would totally... Oh, Smedley,
2: hey, did what? you get yourself any of that bear meat? That mighty beast that was about to eat you? Now you can eat him. Why don't you go get some? And bring me back some also.
0: Which you say makes his eyeballs get big <laughs> as he remembers that, and he gets a little nervous and everything. He's like, uh, um, you know, um, I kind of, I, I kind of I, I had a question for you all. That there, 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 there was something on the tree over here that uh, that uh, uh, seemed interesting, and, and I thought maybe you would all want to want to come take a
2: look at it. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, over here.
2: Something on the tree.
3: Do you want to go take a look, Fliegen? Certainly, lad. Lead the way." I'll go with him. I'll hang out with Kim.
2: Yeah, I'll go to the tents over here, but I don't want to go too far out.
4: I am curious about this tree.
0: All right, so he takes you over to a tree, and um, affixed to the tree is a poster. The poster's about 8 inches by 10 inches, and it's uh, made on rather thick parchment, and it's been tacked to the tree with four copper tacks. And... Uh, It reads as follows. The Zyranthian Republic oppresses the people. Join those who would stop this evil regime. Come to Nevermore Town Hall on Desert Noon 23 at 8 Bells. And learn more.
1: I tear it down. Mm -hmm. We don't allow other people to post sales and stuff during our carnivale.
0: All right. Anything else? Uh, Smedley says, "What does it mean? What does it mean? I don't understand. What does that mean? I know we're in the Ziranthian Republic, but what does it mean?"
1: Mm, some people don't like the nobility.
6: Hmm.
0: And his eyes get kind of shifting. He's like, "Oh, look over there! I think I see something. I want to go do." And he kind of runs off this direction. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh
0: um so um as you guys are doing that um you notice just coming out of the back of the purple tent over here um man you known as uh tavern zis uh, pops out uh, the back of the tent.
1: Um, Is he a member of our? Uh, yes. Haunted House. Okay.
0: There you go. I'm going to show him real quick. Okay. Tavern, you know him. Uh, um, he's a he's a mix between Orcish and Elvish blood, um, and um, he has mm. some fangs protruding uh, from his lower lip there. Captivating blue eyes, he's quite uh, handsome, actually. Um, quite handsome, indeed. And... Um, um, uh, he's known as a gamish. a gamish is a head gamish. So he's the one who kind of uh, takes care of the purple tent there. Um, you see him slip out of the back of the tent um, before discreetly tucking something into his sleeve. Um, he gives you a wave and a wink, And as he turns to move back into the tent, a pretty female half elf slides up to him from the side of the tent into view. And with a flirty, familiar look, she whispers something into his ear. And then unabashedly, she leans into him and plants a long, deep kiss on his lips.
1: Everybody give me a
0: perception check, please.
1: Kenna blushes. Said perception, Mm -hmm. and that's her. Okay. Do we know her?
0: Uh, no, you do not. Anybody above uh, who rolled above a thirteen. Um, you notice that uh, as she's kissing him, she clips his purse.
1: Ah ah ah! I run over there. (laughs) (laughs) I laugh.
0: Uh, she sees you coming and she takes off running.
2: Oh! I never liked him anyway. And tries to
0: disappear into the uh, crowd.
1: Oh! I'm gonna pursue. Okay. All right. Um. Go ahead. Let me see here. In fact, after being punched in the face, <laughs> I'm tackling. <laughs> I have had it. <laughs> All right.
0: Um so you're going to to I want you to go ahead and give me a perception check and an athletics check please. Okay.
1: Perception 19 Athletics, athletics.
0: or acrobatics? Athletics or acrobatics? 17 on acrobatic. All right. Okay. Uh, You're able to keep eyes on her and tackle her. Excellent. So, um, um, right. She's like, oof! Sister! My dear, beautiful, lovely lady. Oh. You are quite... I will take his lovely. And purse she kind of, back. She kind of reaches out as if she's going to stroke your face. What do you do?
1: Mm, uh, slap her hand away.
0: <laughs> oh. Mm. You're not into that. Huh? Okay. Well.
1: Um, his purse. Now. <laughs>
0: what are you talking about, my dear?
1: As I start to slide the wakazashi out of the sheath, I said give me his purse back now. Oh, you mean this um, Yes. Yes.
6: <laughs>
1: um, she looks at him and she's like,
0: "Oh my dear, you know, I, I am. I tell you, you, you're obviously good at this. You've done these kinds of things, so I'll give you this one." And uh, she says, "You know, it was, it was good of you to, uh, to notice these kind of things. And I mean, he had it coming." He, He's kind of a flirt,
1: um, but, um... You have no idea, but, yes, Mm -hmm. hand it over. Um, okay, fine. And then I will ask you kindly to leave. Oh, you know,
0: uh, I've been around these parts Nevermore for quite some time, and, um, yeah, I've kind of uh, worn out my welcome, as it were. Um, so, uh, I, I, I shall be off. I was just uh, looking for a little bit of uh, money for a passage and uh, just happened to find, a, shall we say, a sucker um, to uh, provide for that. But uh, seeing as you're uh, you're quite astute and I'm impressed with what you've done, um, I tell you what, why don't uh, not only I go ahead and give this back to you, but uh, I offer you some you something for your troubles if uh, you just kind of let me go with no questions asked.
6: Yeah
1: okay what do you have all
0: right so she uh puts a ring into your hand
1: and may come in handy in the future hmm. well you have a wonderful day and um shoot <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. wow well, she, uh... while
2: this exchange is going on i make sure to hold on to what i have my tunic and watch my <laughs> watch Kenna closely to see if anything leaves Kenna's body. Uh, so, so Kimber's like holding retraces. himself. <laughs> well, I himself.
0: Give me, go ahead and give me a perception check. Who? Uh, Kimber, because she he was watching to see if Kenna gets her purse clipped. At the same time. Ah, um. Yeah. No. Uh, you you would have seen it if she did. So. Um,
2: Interesting.
0: So, uh, yeah, she uh, she goes ahead and uh, disappears off in the crowd after handing that nice little item, and uh, you can head back over to uh, Mister Zis there.
4: Um, Uh, Ah, Tevren.
3: Say it again. Tevren. Tevren Zis. Oh. Yep. Wow, she was cute. She not cute. Oh.
1: I hand him his purse. Like, "Oh. <laughs> blushing, oh, thank while you I do so." He's like, "Oh, my dear. Thank you.
0: Thank you for helping out with this. I mean, you dispensed the justice that was necessary, and I appreciate your help with that.
6: And uh,
1: it is what the Brevda has assigned for me for the day. You um keep a closer eye on your purse."
6: Hmm.
0: And yes, maybe less
1: right. of an eye on the young ladies. Hmm.
0: You know, I, I have learned a value. So I would like to keep my eye on you, young lady. And, you know, young, young as you are, I, 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 I would probably be in trouble with your mother had I made advances. But
6: uh, <coughs> I
0: have the gambling t- uh, to get back to. Um, of course. So, um, I appreciate your help, and uh, he uh, uh, hands you a gold. Thank you. And, um,
1: pops back into the tent. As I come walking back to the rest of the group, kind of fanning myself.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what an oddly beneficial night this has been for us.
1: (laughs) Tell me about it. as I'm, like, putting the ring on.
2: (laughs) Okay, so,
0: um, as you're doing that, um... You see, uh, one of your fellow uh, Frenta—sorry, um... missing the name here. Uh... Well, one of your fellow Frenta um, mm-hmm. uh, motions to you from the entrance to the uh, to the middle tent there, the red tent. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, motions you over to the the entrance to the tent we shall go yep so yeah so you guys head on over to the entrance tent and uh they motion side um and um you uh recognize um as you look into the tent um somebody well you well know as well who's one of the true Fresha fire hair with her bright red hair her fiery orange hair uh, clearly marking her in the crowded confines of the, of the tent here and she looks up and smiles at you as uh, she gathers a large pile of coins for the house um, and she waves you over in the same movement uh, in the same movement um, there is however a hint of concern in her glance you guys want to head over towards her
3: is there anyone else around her
0: uh yeah there's a lot of people in the tent so the tent has about 10 men standing black die table. It's, it's a gambling a- game that they have there um there are two friends uh, assisting her in running the game um uh, black die is actually a game that's played with four six-sided die six-sided red dice and a single six-sided black die um, you know the rules well enough to know that the odds aren't in that these players' favor, but it's always a popular game with local. Um...
3: Alright, I'll walk up. Uh, I assume that I can walk up behind her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can
0: reach over to yeah. get over behind her and next to her. So and just as, whisper uh, can, into her. Yeah, so as you reach the side of the table where she's sitting, um... Keith, one of the assisting friend, passes the dice cup to the next caster, uh, which is the player at the table. Uh, Bets are set on numbers and a flurry of activity takes place. Freesha, however, is only focused on you. Uh, She turns away from the table, um, kind of motions you over to an area where there's not a lot of people. Her eyes are intent on yours and in a quiet voice, she speaks. She says... And she motions the, the, the rest of you over so you guys can uh-huh. all kind of get together with her. And she says, Listen to me, friends. I, I think there is evil afoot. Two men who were playing here only minutes ago are planning to murder a man and a woman Carnival. And they want to blame it on us. Oscar overheard their plans as they left. And there are a couple of bruisers with close shaved heads. One has three scars across his face, and they're both wearing armor and weapons openly their quarry is a priest of Cassandrea and a priestess of Viana and they passed through just before... Sorry,
1: you cut out there, Casey. Okay.
0: Um, so she's saying their quarry, the uh, the people uh, that they're planning on murdering, um, is a priest of Cassandrea mm-hmm. and a priestess of Viana. So two priests. Well... Um, they had just passed through just before. Um... The priest is a uh, aging human with brown hair, and the priestess is a human in her early 40s, and she's got brown hair.
1: Are they together, traveling together?
0: They seem to be traveling together, yes. Uh, they've they been somewhat of an annoyance. They're coming into the gambling, t- kind of haranguing the customers, telling them that they're swindling their money, which could be better given to the poor and such. And so I kind of... Um, shoot them on, um, kind of frustrated with them, but I don't want to see them, you know, murdered by any means, and I definitely don't want to see them murder them and then blaming us on us. Yeah, that, that, that would not bode well whatsoever.
1: Not at all. They,
0: they should be obvious in the robes. Probably easier to find them um, than it would be the cutthroats themselves, as they would kind of blend into the crowd, but the, the, the priests themselves would, would be fairly easy to, to pick out
1: no time to wait, then we should split up and start to, to, to find them.
0: I, I, would, I, would recommend, I would say that the killers would probably try to murder them somewhere away, but uh, close enough to call over the guards quickly, so hurry now. Do whatever can be done to stop them and be, be careful. There may be more than just the two of them.
2: His hey, sister. Yes. Do you yes. still have that paper you got off the tree? Yes. Perhaps she should dispose of it in a fire or something. We would hate to be caught by that if we end up in trouble. And the guards want to search yes, us. Yes,
1: of course. Um, I'll drop that paper in the nearest brazier.
6: Okay.
0: All right. So you drop it in the nearest brazier. You know, it uh, incinerates it almost immediately as it kindles into
3: flame and everything like that. What do you guys want to do? Um, Step out and start looking. Yep, see if we so can guys find it. you step
0: out of the tent and you start looking around, um, I would go ahead and uh, zoom out the map um, until you see um, kind of a forest area uh, off to the east, um, over by where it says the Wagon of Sweets and Tent of Warm Feelings.
1: Yes. Okay,
0: so I'm going to go ahead and ping over there. So. Um, you actually notice off in the distance, off beyond the uh, the archery range um, and the skill at arms ring there, probably across the skill at arms ring. Um, you see uh, back behind a, um, a an, uh, an old uh, oak uh, tree, large oak tree, um, what's a couple of um, robed individuals that match to the description of the priest and the priestess. Kind of passing over uh behind that tree and uh they seem to be accompanied by um a couple of individuals um that mm. seem to bear the description of the individuals that she's talking about they're kind of all walking that way and they don't seem to be threatened by them they all seem to be walking together off towards the woods there
1: um well we'll head in that direction sprint after them okay Yep. So you
0: can take off over into that direction.
1: Yep. Mm. Come on, boys. Let me grab something real quick.
0: Okay, so you sprint over to them, and what do you guys do? Like they're threatened, um, they just seem to be walking together towards the wood. And just on the edge of the woods, you catch up to them. What do you all
3: do? Leaving so soon? There's yet much food to be eaten, much drink to be drank.
0: Uh, the uh, the priest actually turns around, somewhat startled, not realizing that you guys were there, um, and uh, looks at you and says, uh, "The uh, these individuals, they say that they have a friend here in the woods that help, He's hurt, and we were coming over to help them. Uh, maybe, perhaps, you guys could help us as well if there's something nefarious about."
1: We will assist us in any way we can.
0: Happy to oblige. Okay, hey, give me. Uh everybody get any perception all right there we go with the natural 20s again Jeez. Uh, way to go kimber <laughs> um and uh there's some pretty good perception rolls your guys is uh, they're pretty heightened um as uh a lot of things have happened and um you've had an interesting day up to this point Um, And you recognize that uh, the two uh, individuals that are accompanying the priest and the priestess, um, you know, bear the the descriptions of what uh, Fresha had told you. And uh, they both seem to be a little bit nervous um, and uh, kind of looking around and looking behind them and uh, not quite sure what to do. They're uncomfortable with this situation.
3: I'll try to put myself between them and the, uh, the priest and priestess, physically.
0: Okay. All right. Um, and, uh, uh, oh. the, the priest actually holds a hand out and says, uh, excuse me, excuse me, big man, uh, we need to get over here. what it is exactly you're doing. Uh, Groer, what are no. you doing? Hold on, hold on. Groer, what were you doing? I thought you were going to say something. No. Okay. Well, okay. Theros,
3: what were you saying? I was, I was going to make that, you know, as, as we make our way back into the, the forest, I'll, I'll oh, okay. put myself physically, okay. physically between them. Not, not, like, try to push people out of the way or anything. I okay. should be more clear. Um, yeah, they still uh, seem somewhat... Uh,
0: um somewhat concerned about what you're doing and kind of pushes you back and he's, he's not real interested in you getting close especially because um your hanatas and, and and they don't trust you either in the um one of the one of the other um, unsavory looking individuals kind of rolls his eye a little bit and he's like oh, yeah those shizat uh, of course you know maybe we can just handle them and um the uh, the priestess says, uh, you, the, "If they want to help, let's let's see, let's let's get to your friend here quickly and, and see what's going on." And um, well, you
2: know, my uh, friendly priests, I have I can take care of this. Why don't you go back and enjoy yourselves? Cause if there is somebody injured near our carnival, uh, we should be the ones to take care of it.
0: Uh, give me persuasion, please. Um, I appreciate that, uh, sentiment. My, uh, uh, I'm not sure if I would call you brother, seeing as who you are, um, looks kind of down upon you with a sort of a Look. smug look. Um, you know, you guys do your thing, and, uh, you know, maybe we could just do our thing and, uh, in part ways at this moment, um. I don't know. And uh, the priestess looks over to the uh, priest and kind of quizzically is asking for his advice. And uh, um, he looks around and says, oh, sister, sister, yes, these, uh,
6: uh,
0: these youngsters, maybe they could be of us, but
6: uh,
0: I don't know, I I guess if they want to come and be with us, they they could. and, uh, maybe we should move on. And and the other two, um, are kind of looking back and forth and everything. You know, um, maybe our friend, he, he, uh, um, he, uh, maybe we should yell out to him and see if he pay before, uh, across him, uh, unawares. He, he might be scared. Um, um. <laughs> so everybody make an insight check. They're kind of telegraphing that, uh. They're kind of—they're not real smart. They're tripping over themselves. <laughs> yeah. Um. Theros is uh, about the only one who can pick up on the fact that uh, th- they're trying to talk their way out of this at this point.
3: Oh, but surely your friend wouldn't be scared of us. We could. We're, we, he needs your needs help why don't we go find him
0: and uh, as you're saying that a uh, quote unquote friend lead the way uh, kind of comes out of the uh, forest um, and uh, says oh hello kind of feigning which you guys easily recognize feigning surprise at seeing you all standing there oh hello there um yes. Uh brothers. Oh, I see. I see you went to get help, but uh that that thing uh ish, whatever. Uh I took care of it. Uh so um I think everything is fine and and uh we can we can we can be on our way. Yes. Yes, we sh- we shall be on our way, right? Yes. Then and, be on uh, your way. And uh and so they uh take your uh uh, suggestion and their suggestion, and they go and head off, kind of into the forest, away. So the priest and the uh, priestess look at you, and say,
1: uh, "Brother, well, sister, we were told I'm, that uh, those men meant you harm. That is why we showed up." Uh,
0: go ahead and give me a persuasion.
1: Oh, really? A one? Oh, <laughs> wow!
2: Double ones. Double ones. I think it adds Jeez. to the story. It I adds. Think, uh,
3: I think we're gonna get blamed for everything from here on out, forevermore.
0: Uh, the priestess looks at you.
3: She had already not been impressed with you,
0: and uh, even at this point, as you begin to speak. Um, you know that time when you go to talk and you have some saliva in your mouth and you go to talk and you actually get some spittle come flying out of your mouth and a little bit of spittle comes flying out of your mouth and it lands on
1: it it's yeah, it's, it's called gleeking yeah yeah um
0: she uh that happens and uh she just gets the look of disgust on her face and she's like oh i would not use this word and uh, you know i'm not going to say it but you know you disgust
1: me maybe you should be on your way as as i just turn and walk away
0: (laughs) yes and the both of them kind of throw their heads up in the air and and uh, maybe say a prayer to their god about you know the just the oh what do you call it um I'm get, it's getting late. Sorry, the uh, the prejudice that they have against you all. And, well, who, uh, and
1: who are the gods that we uh, that our uh, troop worships?
0: Uh, Jinx and um, primarily Jinx. Uh, I can't remember the others right off.
1: The I'm gonna mumble a prayer to Jinx that they you know find their way home, but in a really inconvenient way.
2: <laughs> okay. May Kismia bring you good fortune.
1: Uh, do me
0: a favor. <laughs> Give me a religion check.
2: Me. As you say that prayer,
0: okay.
1: just as just as bad. <laughs> All right. Well,
2: um, more spittle.
1: Yeah. No, no,
0: not more spittle. But uh, so they uh, kind of head on off to the crowd, and um, yeah, nothing more happens at that point. So, um, you guys, uh, as you're heading back uh, into a carnival, you're passing uh, by the. Um, uh, wagon of sweets and a tent of warm feelings, um, and you, um, hear a roar of, uh, from the crowd and some grunting and yelling, um, coming towards the wrestling field. And you guys head over towards the wrestling field. Um, and um, Borag is actually in the field at that point with, uh, Kalnasi, his wife, Uh, standing off of the ring. He's out in the ring there. And, um... um, What is he doing here?
1: Hey, Mom. Yay, I'm already there.
0: Um, He is, uh... He's in the ring with a a couple of individuals. And, um... The crowd is kind of packed around one side. And, um... They're cheering on the individuals as it looks like they may have the better of Borak and uh you see him look over towards you and then he looks over at his son and he gives a wink at the son as he almost nonchalantly reaches out to the individual that's wrapped around his leg ready to take him down and just expertly grabs him by the back of the neck as he kicks his leg around in a faint uh towards the other one sweeping his legs out from underneath him and then takes the head of the other one and smacks it into the head of the one that's on the ground knocking them both out cold immediately and the uh, some of the crowd cheers as they winnings as they were betting on Vegla come true and uh, a, a big portion of the crowd uh, kind of moans and groans as they have to pay up because of the betting that they did against Borag.
1: And See Theros days, that's how you do it. Yeah
0: and it just kind of in a flourish that and he smiles at you all um as he does so and my friends that is it for the night uh we shall pick up at our next session um uh uh, seeing what uh what the rest of carnival might bring us Hmm. but uh, uh i appreciate everybody spending the evening with us we hope that your uh night has been enjoyable as you experience the uh, epic conclusion to uh, the trek through the Old Well as they took down the, uh, the Beast of the Mother of the Brood. And uh, as they encountered a few things and found out uh, some intriguing threads to the story of The Darkest Dream. So we hope that you will join us again next time as the Greater Mole Master Beholder Corps Uh, our crew presents uh, The Darkest Dream by Gooey Q. And we tell everybody again, may all of your adventures be sticky. Thank you,
1: and good night. Good night.
6: Good night.